four, three, two, one. Cue music. That are alive, you are coming with me. Welcome to Be Kind, Let's Rewind, the nostalgia podcast no one asked for, with your hosts, Chris, Leaf, and Shadwick. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Be Kind, Let's Rewind. This week we are doing RoboCop. <laughs> no, that's the Roadhouse sound effect. <laughs> Sorry, I just got done editing Roadhouse. I'm fucking, I got Roadhouse in the brain. Anyway, man, as you can see, we got a little extra member down there. We've got Mr. Gibbs, as you heard us reference several times on this podcast. Gibbs is our uh, RoboCop expert we're bringing in for this. Gibbs also... Uh, guitarist for FNA, as we've referenced on this. Gibbs also played with me with Matt Stevens, uh, who also did our Booze of the Week thing. So Gibbs is kind of a big fucking deal. Gibbs, what's up, we'll bro? Give them, we'll give the man a hand. Gibbles, gobbles, <laughs> Gibbs. What up, hey, bro? Guys, How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Uh, I'm really boozed up already. And <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, uh, Leaf was over an hour late, so here we are. Uh, good fucking luck. Good luck. So, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> How is that my fault that you're all sauce? Plus, no one would know this is a podcast. No one gives a shit how late I was. Hey, we're, was we're, we're transparent as well, fuck on this. Some man. of us give a shit. <laughs> we're, transparent as, shit. we're transparent as fuck, man. Uh, Lee Finn just got done celebrating your mom's birthday. Happy birthday cool. to Mama Doc, dude. She is literally 72 years young. Unbelievable. Respect. Unbelievable. Happy mom, your mom is an absolute saint. Love your mom. Everything else going good for you, man? Man, fantastic. Been busy dude. as usual? It's busy as hell, man. Like, I had 50 things to fit in today. So, like, I'm glad just to be alive and here. So Nice. It's been Shadwick, good. man. Uh, man, so I'm going to start this episode with an apology, uh, which is kind of out of character for me. Absolutely. I'm, I'm usually you know, like Conor McGregor. But I've put on your pink panties. <laughs> your wife's in my jeans. Your yeah, wife's in my jeans. Absolutely nobody. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but uh, so I've been uh, I've been having to take these uh, prescription pain pills uh, for the shoulder, and they make me a little loopy. And I had a. I noticed last week on the podcast that uh, the mental acuity wasn't quite there. Uh, Damn, why well, you got to drop verbiage on us? So, so but uh, tonight I've, I've taken measures uh, to try to counter that. So we'll see how it goes, but I, I should be like Biden on a debate stage tonight. <laughs> cool. It's full of uh, testosterone and, and uh, amphetamines. Uh, excellent so, work. And, excellent. And I, you know, I may make uh, a couple of good points, but uh, mostly still not there. There it is. Hey, you know, at least you know where you're at, and it's it's all about the self-realization. Gibbs, man, how's your week been? Uh, anything else? I thought I gave you a pretty good introduction. You want to say anything else to uh, be kind, let's rewind audience? Yeah, it's been a good week, um, other than, like, the whole family's been sick, but, you know, whatever. Hey, man, you know what I'm saying? You're just living life. I will say hey, this. I'm, I'm floating right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, and we'll get, to, we'll get to why you're floating just shortly. I will say this. So I was driving to work this week and uh, pulling up on this car, and the license plate said Princess on it. Like, they had the vanity license plate that said Princess. It was spelled out with, like, some fives and shit, whatever. Oh, what a bitch. So, so anyway, I pull up around. 
<laughs> you know, for the S's. But anyway, like I so I pull up around and uh, I knew because, you know, we're in Chattanooga. We're in like the Tennessee, Georgia, North Georgia. You knew it was going to be a dude. Nope. I pulled up around <laughs> and she was about a she was about a deuce, deuce and a half. <laughs> Oh, I'd say about a deuce, deuce and a half. Not bad. And, uh, <laughs> and I wasn't disappointed, you know. So uh just wanted to say that uh life's good, guys, and that'll take us over to You get out of the street, you fucking bum. So I'll go ahead and start us off, guys. I'm right back to the Oscar Blues. The Tropic Mutant IPA, I fucking love it. What keeps and, you and we coming know, back to that, man? What, well, there's a, it's this, it's the <laughs> it's fucking, it's Alzheimer's. He doesn't remember that he's doing it every week. <laughs> it's the research that's gone into this IPA prevents Alzheimer's. It's really bringing me back, man. And so I'm just doing my part, you know. Yes. So Not the uh, research, it's yes. the results. Yeah, yeah, yes. the results. We we. <laughs> We support the results. I'm doing my part. Prevents Alzheimer's. Yeah. What, what you got, Leaf? I'm drinking a little bit of delicious OCP, baby. That's right. Nice. The oatmeal coffee porter. You know what I'm saying? Mm. In honor of RoboCop night. As my Hell wife yeah. got me OCP. that, dude. OCP, me baby. And my, me and our That's partner's cool. money, Porter. <laughs> so, so I... I'm drinking uh, the king of beers tonight. Oh. Budweiser. Bud Heavy. Bud mm. Heavy. But... but I put it into a glass so I can separate myself from the trash that, you know, <laughs> that uh, drags of society. That, you know, people, people that eat straight out of the the pizza box. <laughs> that's you know that's only that's only acceptable with thin crust. Okay. I don't know why. Yeah, can't explain. It just is. I agree. Just, I mean, it just it's just is like there's only <laughs> like there's only two like there's only two genders, yeah. which is a fact. <laughs> Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Gibbs. I mean, I, mean, Look. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just keep going. going. I'll let you. I want. I want to no, no, hear what this goes. No, I want to hear what this is. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody get. Nobody interrupt him. Yeah. <laughs> so the edit is clean. I'm, no, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's only. That's that's where you can use the phrase. Follow the science and, and not have and not have bitter beer face. But I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm rambling. Uh, Gibbs, what are you drinking? A, a beer from a, a little microbrewery. You uh, probably never heard of it. It's called Bud Light. <laughs> there it is. And I'm doing it straight from the can because fuck you. Oh, you got some tension early on. I like it, dude. We're starting off hot. This is this is how it should be. We well, I wanted I wanted to do the the gender joke because I knew he was going to be drinking Bud, Bud Light. Bud Light. That's because that's because Coors Light's not paying him nothing. <laughs> that's very that's true. He's drinking. So, so now that well, we all have, I just don't want your morality in my fucking alcohol. That's all. I'm <laughs> Unfortunately, nobody's going to be getting up on our wives tonight because yeah. we're starting uh, an hour and fifteen minutes late for some reason. <laughs> but I this red face is provided by Spicy Pickle. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so, so sponsor our podcast. Yeah, sponsor our podcast. That are alive, you are coming with me. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and just go around the horn, man. First time you guys remember seeing this, and I'll start because my unique story of RoboCop involves uh, one of my heroes growing up, man. Uh, Sting was stuck in a cage, 
and then RoboCop comes on this pay-per-view and <laughs> rips the cage door serious? off. And he free Sting. So Robo Sting can go to the WCW? ring. Yes. Was it the real yes, actor? It, yes, it was. And everything they were talking about, like in all the behind the scenes shit I've like listened to it read. They were like, when he showed up, they're like, God damn, this dude's short. Was it was it Peter Weller or was it the guy from the third movie? Because they had no, no. This was the guy from the first movie. This is Peter Peter Weller. So he was. They were like he's short and also like you know he's. You can tell by the contour of his face. Not a big dude. And so like it's like six four, six five, Sting. Like all these big monsters, and they're like this guy's gonna rip. It was some TBS promotional thing, but that was my introduction. To uh, Robocop. Cop from the WCW. <laughs> Did he shoot so, anybody's balls off in the ring? Fuck no. That's why when I watched the real movie, I was like, God damn, why did he just shoot Ric Flair in the head then? <laughs> and so, put it uh, into the pain. Just, yeah, just end it there. Well, but, people didn't know that Ric Flair was uh, one of the higher ups at OCP. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't was, know that. It was, yeah, it was against, uh, it went against. Directive number four. Well, <laughs> that secret, makes sense. The secret directive. So, Shadwick, where do you? What was your first memory, or where do you remember seeing this first? I remember exactly where I saw it the first time because I didn't see the entire movie. Um, so we had what, like when fucking? I was, when I was a kid, <laughs> we uh, we actually had a house fire, and we on were, purpose. We were yes. <laughs> we were we were having to stay in a. We were staying in a duplex while they rebuilt, and um, the guy that owned the place, he lived in the other side. He was a single dad. His son was a couple years older than me, so when I would get off the school bus, I would go and hang out with him for a little while. So when I got there, they'd already been watching it, and it was right at the part where uh, Robocop goes back to the warehouse uh, to arrest... uh, like when Clarence, Mur- when he's Murphy, or when he's actually no, 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 when he's Robocop. Okay. <clears throat> and so the first time I saw him was when he's like banging on the door. Yeah, you, know, like you see the dust coming off the door, and it's like you know each time he hits it, it's like <laughs> he's, it's caving in a little more. Yeah, a little yeah, yeah. More. And he's knocking no, it off the hinges. Yeah, that's so, introduction. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, so I thought that was the first appearance of him in the movie. <laughs> and and then uh, and then I I got to see that I got to see the middle of the movie basically right because my parents got home and when they found out that I was watching that over there they got pissed what did I, they hey, say Leaf that I believe one they could have been quoted as saying Shady no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I remember uh, like for I didn't see I didn't see the, the full movie for a while. So I thought for the longest that was the intro, mm-hmm. and and I still maintain the, the idea that that maybe they should have changed some things around, and that should have been the intro. Yeah, I mean it's pretty badass intro. Badass mm-hmm. intro. Uh, Leaf, where do you remember RoboCop for the foist time? As if it was yesterday in my in my friend uh, Trey's basement, mm-hmm. well along with his uh, father's collection of. Other rated R, yes, and mildly NC-17 movies that that were video cassettes, baby. We got a hold of this one, and he was like, you ever seen RoboCop? And I was like, hell no. He was like, you want to see some people get blown away and, like, some some vaguely... uh, Like, I want to see some people get blown. I mean, yeah, he didn't... We didn't have access to that stash, but we did have access to the the violent 
um, stash of 80s action flicks, and that's where I saw it for the very first time and uh, was mildly traumatized at two scenes, which we'll go into uh, later on, because I believe I was probably all of, jeez, was it 1987? Yeah. Jeez, yeah. yeah. dude. I was Gibbs, young, dude. Where do you remember first seeing RoboCop? Um, I was either five or six. Uh, Jesus, yeah. Perfect. My my parents. And, Perfect. And I'll, I'm the um, leap was just alluding to a similar <laughs> situation with me, but my parents were very odd. They were okay with me watching people getting decapitated and blown away, mm-hmm. even at that young of age. But you show a fucking booby, and mm-hmm. they lose their goddamn mind. So they rented that <laughs> Give me movie. No, what they would do is uh, they would watch the movie, and then when we were we would watch the movie at, with them, so that they could tell us when to close our eyes. Oh, yeah. the, the, I was there was gonna, only was one scene. There's only one scene where they add, tell me to close my eyes, and it's the booby scene. Nice. But they don't mind a five or six year old watching people get just blown <laughs> a freaking way, dude. And, dude. and I'm like, like looking back on it and rewatching it in my older years, um, I'm like, you barely see anything when it was the nudity. Like, why are you editing this? I'm fucked up because of you. <laughs> uh, I don't even. So I don't even remember. I don't even remember boobs in Little Cop. There's, yeah, there's one there's scene in the very beginning. There's two. Yeah. Yeah, in the club later on. Like, there's you. Oh, I must have missed. Leon. Yeah. I must have yeah. missed. You, go, that. Oh, oh, oh. you guys got to check out Mr. Skin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, it, I do have one story before we before we dive into it. Uh, one, uh, one of my friends at work uh, named Jake. I reached out to him. This was like a, a real special movie to him, uh, him and his dad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, it was like his dad's favorite movie or whatever. So, he said he remembers his dad actually taking him to like theaters, him and his brother. And he was like, I think he said he was like, I don't know, man. Same thing as Gibbs, like five or six or something crazy to go see this movie. But it was like his dad just loved this fucking movie. And uh, he would call his, like, him and his brother, they'd call him Robo One and Robo Two. Like, that was like their nicknames or whatever. So, it's just like with movies like this, you don't realize, and I'm, uh, you know, how big of an effect it can have on people, like the positive memories and stuff or whatever that it, that it gives to people. So, just wanted to throw that out there. Shout out, Jake. Uh, it wasn't all titties and, and traumatizing <laughs> violence. There was Absolutely. some good things, true, for a lot so, of people. Uh, well, all right, man. Just so not me and Gibbs. Just, <laughs> me and Gibbs, I, me I, and Gibbs I, never I, recovered. <laughs> I love this movie. I've seen it probably a thousand fucking times, man. Yeah. I, I can't get enough I, of it. I'd say, man. It's a good movie. Yeah. Like, I, like I said, I wasn't like super into it and, until he rescued Sting because Sting was the four horsemen <laughs> or some sons of bitches. And they, 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 they <laughs> nobody, dude. Nobody, dude. So, anyway, uh, knock it off. <laughs> let's just go ahead. Let's, let's fucking get into it. Leaf, you got the synopsis. You got some born ass facts. I sure like, do, let's man. Dive in, bro. Robocop, of course, is a 1987 science fiction film directed by Paul Ver- Verhoeven and uh, written <laughs> written by Edward Neumeyer and Michael Miner. It stars Peter Weller, Nancy Allen, Ronnie Cox, and uh, Kurtwood Smith, just to name a few. It's set in a crime-ridden Detroit in the near future, so normal-ass Detroit. Hey, hey, sin- uh, I don't want to slow you down here. Oh, no. I know you like to speed through your synopsis. <laughs> but since, since you're name, naming uh, cast members, can I just shout out the fact that Dick Jones was played by Ronnie Cox? <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's get that out of the way, like can, early. Can I, Cox and Dicks? Can I shout out? Uh, can I also shout out the fact that the the guys in fucking rich ass Hollywood and or New York that are writing this, and they're like, "What is the worst fucking setting and place that you can think of for like this? The the, the city's gone awry, or whatever." And they're like, "Detroit." <laughs> except except they actually they actually filmed it in Dallas. Well, yeah, yeah. they they want to be safe. Yeah, they filmed it in Dallas because they had like modern architecture so that it looked right. like, a little bit more futuristic. So like, and, that was the uh, reason they were filming it there. Yeah. Another, another under the table thing, too. Dallas doesn't have the union laws that New York and uh, California do. Plus, I've heard a rumor states. that Debbie oh, does oh. Dallas. So. I've also yeah. heard Debbie is indeed yeah. in Dallas. Like, I got, there's, I just, there's actually video evidence of that. I just have envisioned like, a, like a, some interns like. Scouted all these locations in Detroit. I got you uh, this. We could film this scene here. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, we're not going to Detroit. <laughs> Have you seen the movie we're about to make? <laughs> we're not going there. All right, man. So set, so set in a crime-ridden Detroit in the near future, a cop named Alex Murphy is murdered by a gang of thugs. He is then revived or even resurrected, some might say, by mega corporation Omni Consumer Products, aka OCP, as a cybernetic crime fighting machine known as Robocop. Whoa. <laughs> That's right. Which uh, <laughs> which almost causes this movie to not get made. Really? Yeah, because no no studio wanted to buy the script based on the name alone. It yeah, sounded... and no director wanted to direct the movie because they didn't you, want that name on there. you got to admit, if you erased your memory of, of anything about this, it sounds stupid as hell. Stupid. stupid it sounds like name. the stupidest but idea for a movie it, yeah, ever. You know, it's just, sometimes they just, just, sometimes they click and sometimes it just works. So, that dude knew whether whether or not, like, uh, like I've been listening to uh, Arnold's uh, audiobook, mm-hmm. like Arnold Schwarzenegger's audiobook. And uh, listen to him like talk about the Hollywood behind the scenes stuff. Like, it's the one he released in 2012. But like, even on like Total Recall and some of these other movies, like some of those dude, those Where, guys, which, <laughs> which Fairhaven also uh, directed. So like, so when when he's talking about the the titles of these movies and studios that want to change these, the guys that are seem to be the most successful to just stick by their guns are like, no, yeah. this is what it is, like. I know what I got. I know what it's going to be, and let's go forward. Yeah, Dude. and the thing is, like this this movie easily could have turned out to be crap. Like this, the, yeah, oh yeah. In, in a different with a different director, we would be seeing you know Anaconda versus Boa versus RoboCop. You know, yeah. like that kind <laughs> of fucking true. crap. Yeah, you know, like it just takes it. it took a, a a brilliant director to uh, Gibbs. What was the mm-hmm. what was the name? What was the name of the uh, the special effects guy? Oh, that, uh, uh, Rob Botine. Yeah. So so very. It's Verhoeven, 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 Verhoeven. Yeah. So he he really stood his ground on the special effects too, uh, from the costume design mm-hmm. uh, to uh, especially the scene where where they take the helmet off. Mm-hmm. Um, the special effects guy wanted that to be in a darkly uh, lit room because he was afraid that the light would show uh, show all the makeup. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and Verhoeven was like. Uh, no, no, no. Our our lighting guy can handle it, yeah. and they got got into it so bad. Uh, did you say Botine? Yeah, Bob Botine. Yeah, Bo, yeah, Botine. He wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't Aerotine? talk. He wouldn't talk to him for the rest of the production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, yeah. Which wow. it, it ended up turning out perfect because like it was so well lit that that those makeup effects looked 
amazing. They still look yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah look yeah, like it's for fucking that cheeks in that. The contouring, it's yeah, pretty impressive. Mm. It's it's impressive. <laughs> it, really, <laughs> it really does. But I mean, also the script is like super yeah, solid those, too. Those oh, those yeah. lips. Like if you yeah. go, like if you go and li- actually look at the plot, like it's very, it's actually really good and like detailed. You know, and there's like there's all kinds of betrayal and all. So I mean, the script, in my opinion, but, is solid too. It makes yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It wraps around you know, like you, there's a journey it takes you on. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's it, and the I to me the special effects are obviously like to me are what made this. Like you look now, you know, like look back at some of the uh, you know Ed two hundred nine and kind of you can say eh, the stop motion animation may have yeah yeah, but back then little... like yeah, but back then like even then though like dude the gore in this was fucking dope yeah <laughs> and still is dope well, i mean bob botini's he was he's before this he made uh, john carpenter's the thing you know which is just okay. a gore fest like absolutely <clears throat> yeah. disgusting that, movie yeah that I fucking thought, makes i thought that was rick baker for some reason that no, makes rick a lot baker of sense did, um, uh, i thought i know he did american american, american world in london. london yeah i thought but it was bob rick james. did the howling which came out <laughs> it yeah. was rick james bitch <laughs> rick james um, rick james made fuck your couch <laughs> he did. All right, Leaf, do you want to start walking us through this <clears throat> plot line there, I brother? do. And this is another Why don't reason. You I, light it up there, brother? That, brother. This is another thing that, like, I love and I miss about 80s movies. Dude, it's just out the gate. Like, instantaneously, yes. you're put it, you're put. They don't mess around with, like, setting up or cinematography, which anytime I hear that from anyone, and they're all like, dude, the cinematography is great. I know the movie's just shit. Like that's the first thing someone mentions about a movie. Like, oh, all right, so the movie's fucking garbage. Like, it's just, just a bunch fucking, of mountains. You just oh, turn it's around. The, it's a la la land. You huh? turn around. and They're like, "Were you the guy that broke up with Brandy's Finning?" You're like, <laughs> "Just <laughs> yeah." Like immediately, it wastes zero time. Opening scene, like out of the gate, dude. You know, Orion yeah. logo, bam, RoboCop in bold, futuristic 1980s print. Boom. You know what you're watching, dude. You go to the wrong theater, I can guarantee you, you know, you know how it is in the theater, Chris. Dude, dude, yes, dude. You walk in the wrong theater, you know, and you're like, what like what movie is this? It's like bam, Robocop. It's like this is the wrong <laughs> no, theater. It's and the wrong, wrong and, theater, yeah. And you're out. But if you're smart, you'd have stayed. Uh, because the next scene is immediately hooks you in. It is the local satirical television news report oh, that, un- God, that is pure satire, but actually looks like modern television nowadays. Nuclear war, riots, just right. Yeah. And hey, was it? Was that, love. that was Lisa Gibbons, right? From like, is yeah. she going to do Entertainment Tonight? Yeah. Was it really her? Yeah. yeah. I've got to. I've got to stop and ask. I've got to stop and ask our resident expert Gibbs, mm-hmm. just because I know how Gibbs is. How fucking mad do you get when you bring up RoboCop and someone's like, <laughs> "I'd buy that for a dollar." I just want to punch everybody when they no, do that. Actually, no, actually. <laughs> I love, I love, I love right. to be sad. Like uh, uh, on Twitter, whenever I was back in the day, when I was on Twitter, and it still might be there. If you made a quote from RoboCop, there was a bot that would reply to you as Bigsby Snyder saying, "I'll buy that for a dollar." <laughs> and it's, awesome. I would, I would occasionally just to cheer myself up, quote RoboCop just to get a, a tweet from him. Nice, I, 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 I like what, that. Damn, that's beautiful. And what, what was it, Gibbs? Um, that was actually based on something. It, it was, uh, it was an old uh, satire. I can't. I can't remember. But the original quote was, uh, "I'd buy that f- for a quarter." Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. They had. They had to adjust for inflation. I guess. But, Sorry, man. But, Sorry, yeah, so, I had to ask. I had to ask because I know Gibbs. Like when the uh, just in, for context, 
when the uh, Will Ferrell uh, cowbell skit came out, like and the first time Gibbs saw it, he's like, eh, "That's funny." And you're a big Blue Oyster Cult fan on top of that. Yeah. But then, like, anytime someone would admit your Blue Oyster Cult, <laughs> and they'd be like, yeah, more cowbell gives them that. God I, fucking I, damn it. No, <laughs> that, one still, that, that one still gets me going. I hate that. Like, that me off. You're ready to fucking fight somebody. <laughs> but the thing is, like, everybody knows more cowbell. Not, not a whole lot of people know the I'll buy that for a dollar, dollar thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't get it that often, you know? All right, that's cool. That's but, true. But, yeah, that's true. The, 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 the satire, like, uh, news thing was a result of Paul Verhoeven. Um, he, you know, he's from Holland, and when he came over to make that movie, that came from his experience watching American television. Him uh, watching the, he was watching the sense. news, and these people are smiling while they're giving like, like yeah, terrible news, news and shit. Whereas yeah. in Europe, they would just sit there and read the news straight up, yeah. like they wouldn't yeah. have to be like, <laughs> you know, it was. Just, he was like, "I'm from Holland, isn't that yeah. weird?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, Gibbs is absolutely right, and that's one thing. Watching it again, watching it again, made me laugh. It's just like the commercials are so bad, like the heart uh, transplant <laughs> shit. Here at the Family Heart Center, we feature the complete Jarvik line: Series Seven Sports Heart by Jensen, Yamaha. You pick the heart. Extended warranties, financing, qualifies for health tax credit, and remember, we care. Yes, it's you can so pick your heart, funny. but you know what? We're almost n- now. We're almost there. Yeah, like yeah. And I mean, we really do have like like pharmaceutical companies now are like so involved with everything. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, yeah. Pfizer is sponsoring like dude media like comedic yeah. podcasts and shit like that. Yeah. Like it's insane. Like the the, no. the 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 level of satire, but then at the same time, like you get. All of these, like it's there's and like it's funny that like Verhoeven like noticed that that, inter- that immediately that there was an entertainment aspect to yep. and, and I think we're blind to it. It being probably or at least to us well, to a certain well, anybody degree. would be yeah. blind to it if it's what you're raised on. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you grew and, up and with as it. Much, and as much as I disagree with that on principle, mm-hmm. Pfizer sponsor our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take we'll, we'll take your dirty money. It's fine. Give us your it's money. Fine. Yeah. It's yeah, well, I, I think one of my favorite of the news breaks is uh, they kill Ronald Reagan in one of the news breaks without yes. actually saying his name. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's they, just like, oh, my God, they just two, killed the president. You, yeah. He's like on the and ground. No you, can't see his, you can't know. Like, he, he's dead. You see his body and they're like doing CPR <laughs> on him. You can see his face. They're just like, that's another thing. What are the news and stories? This is, a, this is the standing president. That they just <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah man. The, what, yeah. the very first one, they say that the that the current president is like on the International Space Station. And he's supposed yeah, to the Star a speech. Wars. <laughs> yeah, on the Star Wars Space Station is what they called yeah. it. And then he gets, and he said, but, it, but there was a little mishap because he got ill, I guess, like being in outer space. And you just hear this guy be like, oh, God. Oh, oh. Like, he's getting <laughs> sick. And he's still, like floating towards like the like this hallway or whatever. I was like, it, every commercial was so fucking funny, man. Dude, it was. Yeah, you, got, you got the, the Yamaha heart. Yeah, <laughs> you choose your own uh, heart. Like <laughs> again, like I'll probably keep referencing this for a lot of the episode, just because like I've it's been recent. But the the Arnold book, he talked about comedy breaking up action and how, and he's right. Like like when mm-hmm. you get like this action, this drama, and all this stuff, and then you have like that little comedic relief, mm-hmm. like it resets you, and then like you can keep going. So these like little cuts were fucking perfect for that like it really yeah. yeah gave you that little like even and they did them pretty clever too like you know where sometimes they would 
like later we'll get to it but you know it's like in the store window or it's whatever you know like you can find ways to interject that that comedic value in here like i i I appreciate that about them they do (laughs) and ironically like start like you kind of get semi-introduced with the mega corporation that sort of runs throughout this entire film the ocp they talk about it so in between all the funny commercials and the new and the news uh this fake news stories you kind of get a little bit about the plot it's kind of lightly seasoned in there yeah, it yeah. talks about oh yeah. basically um you find out uh that um the omni consumer product ocp corporation has entered into a contract to take over and fund and run the detroit like local right. police department right and they're kind of mm-hmm. like this shadowy black rock like military yeah, weaponry yeah. company that has their fingers mm-hmm. in all kinds of shady shit and uh, yeah. which so, was uh, another dig at ronald reagan yeah right like talking about like i guess in my opinion gibbs can correct me it kind of made me think that verhoeven was basically warning of like the privatization of of police departments right like that's, 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 that's exactly right that's kind of like yeah. what this was saying it's like hey like what happens if if corporations take over the police right which a lot of people even call yeah. for this very day i've actually heard people should be yeah, like well, sure. we should just have private security we should have we should have corporations like running you know the police department and stuff like that yeah. and verhoven's you know basic premise was just like okay let's like explore what this would look like in, in well, real yeah well the, the, the problem well, I'm sorry, go ahead. Will it lower my property taxes? <laughs> no. I, I mean, I don't, did you did you watch RoboCop? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, I know that... The, the problem with privatization of anything is, like, whenever you take a government service that's supposed to help people and give it to a, a corporation, they're no longer caring about the people and how it profit. affects them. They're caring about profit. And so they'll make yeah. cuts, mm-hmm. they'll do shit that ruins everybody's lives. And I think and like I have, a direct, I have a direct quote from like Ronald Reagan was asked about this movie and he said, <laughs> there's two things that he hates in life. Mm-hmm. It's people that are intolerant of other people's culture <laughs> and the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choice for Verhoeven. Interesting choice. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? <laughs> so, all right, man. Reagan's like, oh, you're not actually going to be eating that, are you? <laughs> oh, you are. Oh, you That's are. Gross. So, yes, yes. Save me for myself. So right. immediately after that, uh, after the, the the news break ends, we're rocketed to what we what would appear to be downtown downtown Detroit, mm-hmm. um, in a uh, in a police in the I believe it's what is the Metro uh, Metro West I believe it. So there's this divided yeah. into different precincts, and you see you instantly you, you automatically see Murphy, and he's like a new trans transfer. Like a brand new or a rookie in this Which, in this particular area we, of Detroit. We've talked about this on the podcast before. I fucking love the the new guy plot of introducing you, like as a, as the the avenue to introduce you to what's going on and what, yes. what everybody is. You yeah. know, yes. new guy coming in, like he's meeting everybody. So guess what, mm-hmm. audience, you're meeting everybody. So, it's it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. So, it's perfect. So I I picked up on this on on my rewatch. OCP uh, was actually. They were transferring cops from from areas uh, with less crime yeah. into into this old Detroit in hopes that those good cops they would get injured or killed so that they could use them in the RoboCop program. Ah, okay. Right. Yeah, they were transferring. Right, right, and they also they wanted to like. Well, we'll find out here in a minute more about their their evil plans, but I have no doubt that was probably part of it. 
Um, Alex Murphy transfers in from Metro South, which, like uh, Shadwick says, is a is a more peaceful kind of area because as soon as he gets there, like the other more jaded cops in this in this particular precinct are like, "Welcome to hell." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Even even the chief's like, "We work here, Murphy." For yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, like the fat the fat guy that wants them uh, to fucking strike. Uh, the little guy with the beer gut that I was like, I'm almost there, buddy. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm a couple more of these tropic mutants. Watch my podcast, and I'll be there, buddy. <laughs> and so I per- this is an anecdote for me, but I personally can't tell if the actor uh, has just been typecast in my mind as RoboCop. Or he actually just looks like an android. That dude's face, Peter yeah. Weller, no, Peter just Weller, yeah, looks no. like oh, he is he's uncanny a weird looking valley dude. face. Well, you know, he, like, yeah. he got he got the Thank part you. because because he's so skinny. Like he um, looks they weird, wa- dude. They wanted Michael Ironside at first, but he was too big. And um, they considered Arnold Schwarzenegger for the same reason, but they he was wow. too big. They were like, man, c- imagine how big he would be in that suit whenever yeah, they put yeah. it on. Dude, he would be yeah. so yeah because it was already fairly bulky. So and so, also, I mean, who else could could rescue Sting from the cage but Peter Weller? Well, like that came know, down to the that's what came. That's down actually to. where the Speaking, director found him. Is uh, Peter Weller was a. Uh, he had just got done eating and he was purging in the bathroom, and that's where the director <laughs> found him uh, to do this movie. So, yeah, he's, yeah the first time they met, uh, the director, he's like, uh, You got a little. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, Alex Damn. Murphy meets all of the uh, the jaded cops in the precinct. They're talking about striking, they're talking about getting murdered on the street. You find out from the uh, one of the satirical news reports we mentioned earlier that one of the cops is dead or dying. And, you, yeah, yeah. and the news guy's Dude, like, best of luck, brother. Like, on surviving. I know, like that one. Yeah. And then, the, then the fucking They're the in the name tag remover. Yes. Like, yeah. Dude, that's, man, that, I don't know why. Maybe I'm just an old, sad man now. But when I saw that again, like, when I rewatched it, I was like, fuck. No, like, that was meant to. You looked at everybody's face, and everybody just knew. Like, they were like, mm-hmm. and they were like, they were like, hey, like, you know. We got to go fund me up for him. And I was like, wait, when was the movie filmed? <laughs> that was meant to actually kind of shock you. In my opinion, it was meant to shock you out of, um, you know, because there's been there's some comedic stuff there. In the yeah, beginning. there's there's. Yeah, yeah. it's almost like a You're buddy right. cop thing. It right? did, though. It, yeah, did. it did. It yeah. did. So the cop they mentioned in the movie, the movie, uh, excuse me, in the newsreel, he, he dies and they're pulling his name off the locker. And they're like, hey, donations to his family. Like Chris said, go fuck the old school GoFundMe. Give it to Cecil, the nerdiest yeah. cop. Like, yeah. dude, looks like, like a Cecil. And, but it's a shocking How is moment. he not dead? <laughs> Did he make it? He's at same way, it's a desk job. That's literally why. But he, so, like, that's a sobering moment because it's like this cop's dead and they're just getting kind of murdered out there. This is a really rough, rough area of town mm-hmm. and precinct. Um, so yeah, for those that like want to compare it to anything, it would be like modern day uh, Detroit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just Ann Lewis. He meets Ann Lewis's partner, a female, and she's already a badass and just beats a handcuff suspect nearly to death with her bare fist. Oh yeah, I was I was gonna say something about that real quick. Uh, I bet that tastes <laughs> <day is> good. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Ed Lewis is just this average bob haircutted, like. <laughs> so, you know, previously she was known for like her her like long uh, like strawberry blonde hair, uh-huh. and and uh, and Hooven was like, uh, "Well, we need you to cut your hair." Yeah. So she actually had her hair cut that short. 
just for the movie, just yeah. for the role. Yeah, but but she had it done herself, and then oh. she was like, and she's like, oh my god, I cut my hair too short. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like he, he he asked her to cut it, and then it got cut, and then he was like, no, you keep cutting it, like. I wanted that short. Wow. It was on purpose because he didn't want there to be like any sort of like sexual tension or any sort of like mm. romance in the movie. They didn't want. So, him, yeah, they we gotta uglify to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah. Like, well, but that's the thing though. Like, she she was known for like her skimpy outfits in previous movies, yeah, just yeah. to kill. Mm. Like, she wore, wore like black what? lingerie and shit. You know, so like they were like, no, we what, uh, gotta be sexified. So they yeah. yeah. So he meets Anne Lewis, man, and she's a badass. She beats a dude up, which is weird because uh, women up to this point in uh, I'm taught in uh, the '80s movies don't get any representation and only serve as eye candy. So weird, no. right? Like she's automatically like, a... I... <laughs> no respect. Nobody said shit like that until like fucking four years ago, man. Put I, that yeah, shit. I, know. <laughs> I know. That's like one of the memes I like to constantly punch when we're talking about these older movies because women absolutely had legitimate representation Dude, since the beginning of Semina. up, man. Like, it was... Fucking, I, I hate going back to this all the time, but fucking Ripley in the Aliens movies. Yes, was, yes. Like, we yes. God, reference it all the time. Like, yes. I mean, in fucking Sarah Connor, like in Terminator 2 and all that shit, like there's so many... Anyway, so I, I, I digress. I, I digress all the way to uh, shit stuck in my head this week. <laughs> Hand over the milk money, Weaver. I'm afraid I can't do that, Derek. I'm just not sure you'll spend it on milk. <laughs> and that was solely to get Gibbs to crack up on camera. <laughs> 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 he didn't trust him to spend the money wisely. If he if he did, if he had, he'd have given him the milk money. Give him the milk money, Weaver. Come on, man. Come on. So Jeez. Sorry that Gibbs interrupted you, Leaf. Will you continue dude, with the story? You're forgiven. You're forgiving, Gibbs. You. Next time next time give me fair warning. So My we dad. meet <laughs> We meet finally the uh, the faces of the evil OCP rich white dudes, basically, uh, because they have a meeting at the, at the head of their evil corporation, evidently in downtown Dallas, not not uh, not Detroit. <laughs> not Detroit. They were going to film there. It's too dangerous. Far too dangerous. They reveal their plan to replace Detroit City with a brand new city known as Delta City. So, and- I, I want to point out real quick. I think the old man. They never, they never give him a name. I think Gibbs said that on the credits it says old, old man. I think he's that's his name. Yeah, his his yeah. character is old man. So he's he's the uh, what the, the senior partner, senior he's director, the, or whatever. Of OCP. He's like a president of the, and, the company. Yeah, and he has so he has a a genuinely like moral uh, idea to recreate. This or create Delta City, mm-hmm. basically on the bones of of uh, old old Detroit. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to but, renovate basically the city to something better. So, so I don't think he was actually a bad guy. I think he had good intentions, but all of the underlings were just like cutthroat. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, it was kind of like stock market, right? Like mm-hmm. they were. Like greedy, slimy business people. Yeah, typical. Yeah, they're, they're, all of them are pieces road. of shit. Even the yeah. old man's a piece of shit in this movie. You know, every single one of them. Yeah, they're, it's all about the bottom line. Like, it's all bottom line. No, you know. Yeah, he doesn't have any intentions of ill will as far as we could tell. But he's all he's part of like this machine and this evil 
like corporations. So they're gonna they're gonna his his grand idea is to renovate Detroit into this new place that he can he calls Delta City. But that is an interesting point you bring up, Shadwick, because there's this weird underlying sort of like um battle in the corporation for who's going to replace the old man. And I don't mm-hmm. actually talk a lot about that in, in my notes here. I do mention it later on, but um, yeah, there's like this weird who's going to be the new evil overlord of OCP when the old man retires because yeah. he's sort of yeah. soft, which I don't even I wouldn't I, consider him soft necessarily. But I heard that uh, Bob messed with the wrong motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we do find out that he indeed he indeed he did. made a mistake, right, and now it's time to erase that mistake. <laughs> so we meet it. We meet numero uno bad guy Dick Jones. Played by Ronnie Cox. That one's for you, Shadwick. <laughs> and, and classic rich, evil white guy in nearly every 80s movie I loved as a child. Uh, yep. He was also in Total Recall. He was also in Beverly Hills Cop. Hey, I want to I want to point something out real quick. Uh, speaking of uh, usable music uh, on Spotify, anybody can can go and look up Gibby's guitar solo, <laughs> and it is it's great uh, to set as your alarm. It'll wake you up. <laughs> yeah. You will not you will not you will no longer be I, asleep ever. Yeah. Also I've, a wonderful only, piece of music. Uh, I spent hours uh, composing did. and we were there. My yes. mine, Leaf and uh, Ronnie's laughter in the it's background thing, of that. So beautiful. Oh, it, it really it really is great. So mm-hmm. check that out. Mundane, it's great. I'm an so, artist. Where are we at? Uh, so, so, so we're in the meeting room, right? We're in the meeting room, and Dick uh, Dick Jones gives this uh, sort of evil speech about, um, and we were talked about it a little bit earlier about <laughs> privatizing the police, and he decides that he generally wants to replace, um, in part, if not entirely, the uh, the human police with a set of artificial intelligence murder robots uh, designated ED two hundred nine. And I think um, we actually have a clip with how that went. Hold on. Okay. That's... There's no way you could play this. You can't play this on YouTube. My parents said it was okay. <laughs> have you guys noticed? Jesus, the, uh... Dude. The guy, <laughs> so it's beautiful. Fucking. Hey, did you notice the guy uh, at the controller? He, it shows him like, trying to pull those cords. Like he pulls those cords like that, and then it cuts back to the blood splatting out. It looks like he just jacked. Like, <laughs> I noticed that he was pulling cords on a goddamn Bluetooth wireless remote. That's what I realized he was doing. Now my assumption is that that is the scene that Leaf was traumatized by, as well as me. <laughs> it is one of them, yes, thank you. Uh, Dude, that, I, one, that, that one scene, like blew my freaking mind. I was just uh, like, what just fucking happened here? So I, that one that one didn't bother me. It, that, how was, did that not we'll, bother we'll you? When you were was, a kid, that didn't bother you? That one didn't. That guy was the only nice guy in the whole damn board. He was so, he didn't well, deserve to die. Well, remember, remember, I wasn't five when I watched it. I, I was... I was ten. Well, and also the was, fact that like when he drops the weapon and he's like he's like everybody's true. freaking out and then somebody's like fuck you yeah, and pushes him out of the open so he can get wasted. You're looking for help and nobody will help you. They want you away from them and it's like oh shit, I'm about to die and this sucks. Like that is traumatizing. Dude, here's a fucking there's some, those lighters. There's some realism. <laughs> there's some realism in in the aftermath of that because like. 
the uh, 8209, it's uh, sitting in the background and like smoke's coming out from the guns. Mm -hmm. And you just hear all, all these panicked people. You hear this, this guy going, Don't touch him. Don't touch him. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Leaf, uh, what, what did you have in your notes, Leaf, about the paramedics? Yeah. So, so, yeah, just to make just to make a quick note, because I'm still shocked after you. I can't believe you just played that clip. <laughs> We're going to have to heavily, heavily censor that. Uh, nah, sorry, nah. you guys could you guys could see it on your own on YouTube and, and pretty much anywhere. The You got a lot the, of growing up to do, pal. <laughs> I don't tell you that much. Ridiculous. The, uh, so yeah, this is the the ED two hundred nines were basically walking armored machine guns instead of police officers. That's all they yeah. were, and yeah. So obviously, uh, ED two hundred nine malfunctions and blows that guy, and literally turns him into putty right before my nine year old eyes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that traumatizes the shit out of me. And then they call for the paramedics. <laughs> Yeah, so the head, this is two th a couple of things. First of all, the head old man, the chairman, never unasses his seat. Yes. Yeah. He never yeah. stands up. That, that's something I noticed too. That, that is one of the most disturbing parts of it. Is like every like he, they he's show just, him and he's, he's just like, like I'm very disappointed, and that's yeah. like his reaction. I'm like, and he's sitting there, and, and that's what I'm saying. This guy's a piece of shit, just like everybody else. Yeah, like, that guy's <laughs> literally is smoldering right. goo, basically. And the guy's at his seat, <laughs> and he's so mad. He's so mad, and like the first thing he says is not like there's an innocent dead man. He's like, this is gonna set us back like millions of dollars. That's his he response. Basically, he basically pulled a Tiger King, and he's like, I'll never financially recover from this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this when someone's hand just dead. got fucking eaten by a tiger. And someone, <laughs> and someone does yell, is someone going to call the damn paramedics? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why? Just, why? What is there to paramed? What is there just, to paramed after, dude, just after that, dude? The students just have the janitor come in with a shovel, and let's just move Jeez, on with our day. Dude. Yeah. They're literally the guy that played Mr. Kenny too. Like they had so many squibs. I think that's like a, a record for the most squibs on a person in a movie. Dude, that was but for that time. Them, like they upped the fucking yeah, violence in this it, movie. Like one of crazy. the fucking squibs went off and hit his nuts, so he had to pretend to be dead. <laughs> and Paul Verhoeven did not call cut for a long time. So for like ten seconds after it, a, a nut exploded. He had to sit there and pretend like he was dead. And God. then whenever they called cut, he's like... <laughs> so much worse, dude. So, like, this one was so bad, though, with blood, like, uh, in one of my notes. Like, they actually... The one that we see now, probably on, like, HBO Max and shit like that, is a different cut from what it was in the theater. Because mm. they had to cut some shit out to get it to rated R. Yeah, no, but... I, didn't they, didn't they have to cut the it? Yeah. Dwight, yeah, they... Yeah, they, they cut... Um, Mur Murphy's execution scene. Oh yeah, they they cut that. I think they got two minutes out of that. They butchered that they, scene. They had what was it? Gibbs like twelve times. They had to resubmit to make an R rating. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. they cut so much, and you can find a lot of the deleted stuff. And they have an unrated version out there, but yeah. Um, but but yeah, the, they cut it's, so much. Yeah, it's right still. Next, it's, you can find it where you where you watch snuff films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? The why is all I'm saying. It's, it's just, it was a piece of art, man. Also, shout out yeah. to, to ED209. Uh, there was nothing but glass behind, and not one of those bullets landed <laughs> in the glass behind this man. Everyone <laughs> hit this dude. So maybe this piece of tech. And 
I was so bad that, after all. With the right was, velocity I'm, that they stayed home. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. the bullets didn't also, go through anything. Yes. I will also say that they programmed him perfectly. They wanted a, a, a robot that could be a cop. And cops shoot unarmed people all the time, so he did what he was programmed for. He actually is a he's, he's a standard police hey, officer. You're right yeah, about that. We was like, wait, this is what you guys do, right? What got me was ED two hundred Jaguar Grail. Oh, <laughs> it, it was. I don't know why they always disturb me. It, dude, it's it's messed up. It's it's intimidating. It's scary. It's oh, it intimidating. Is. Yeah. Well, you guys actually bring up a good point, and I used to think this too. I was like, how is this thing like a police officer? But then you find out. Uh, you know, after the horrible accident, and a little bit later on, you find out the dick was going to sell these to the military. So this yeah, I, yeah. this idea, it was it was never really meant to be a police officer. Right. If there were casualties, who cares? It was just a, it was a fucking killing weapon. Yeah, yes. it was. A, it was a, a a off of. Yes, he had a contract and like 20, 25 years of uh, parts and storage. Yep. Who cares if it doesn't work? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, who cares? Like, it was just meant to be a killing machine, which is what it was. And so it actually makes perfect sense in uh, in in that uh, in that respect. And so after the ac- the accident, right, after Ed 209 liquefies a dude with bullets, the backup plan from OCP is to go with a cyborg police officer program instead known of known as, of course, RoboCop. Yeah, so we'll don't don't gloss over the uh, the issue between Bob, who who uh, oh, yeah. ha- who had the the idea for RoboCop, right? He was tr- he was trying to to push that, or he was he was put in charge of the backup plan, yeah. And he was uh, he was trying to use it as leverage to uh, get in good standing with and the old was, man, yeah, and, he was and push <laughs> and push. And he was gloating. He's gloating in the bathroom. And then, uh, Mm -hmm. uh oh, so just a lesson to everybody now, uh, all of our younger listeners, uh, always look under the stalls before you talk shit in a bathroom because you never know who could be in that stall. Yeah. Well, that's why whenever I go to a bathroom, I just start screaming uncontrollably. I do too, but it's usually when I'm actually taking a shit because I've got these. Because hemorrhoids. somebody, somebody's going to be like, "Dude, are you okay?" I'm like, "Oh, hey, it's 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 fucking Dick Jones." <laughs> Dude, Gibbs, Gibbs would have made this movie take a way different angle. In <laughs> there, yeah. so that is something I didn't mention. That's not that's not in my notes. The the feud is between Dick Jones and Bob Morton. Dick Jones Bob is the one that wanted the the ED two hundred nines to take over the police department. Uh, Bob Morton, this ambitious younger, younger than Dick upstart, was like, yeah, he was like, I've got a better idea. We'll actually take a real human being who will volunteer for the cybernetic program, volunteer, and Mm -hmm. uh, we'll make him a cybernetic cop. Like, and that that'll be the future. So that so, yeah, inside this evil organization are two evil, um, younger evil upstarts than the main the main character. And those are the two. And so, yeah, Shadwick absolutely true uh dick jones and bob morton forever at war until about the middle of the movie when that war comes to a, a screeching end and if i'm not mistaken i believe the next scene is uh <laughs> which is great because i'm really glad we could be on this uh, journey with murphy because i think this is first assignment yeah this <laughs> is being transferred yeah. yeah so he gets transferred so, yeah. so first of many one yeah. uh yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a bright future for that kid you know. Me too, dude. Yeah, ain't nothing bad. Yeah, used to call, they used to call him Murder and Murphy. So Murphy so Murphy uh, partners up with Lewis. Back to the police department, yes. They're out 
and uh, they go out on a, on a assignment or whatever, and it shows them like they're having lunch and. Murphy's uh, like doing the cowboy, like spinning his gun, putting yeah. it in his holster, yeah. and and she she kind of notices it, and he's like, "Oh, my kid watches this show, TJ Laser." TJ Laser, and, dude. <laughs> Can you do and, that, Dad? Uh, yeah. yeah. He uh, yeah, his kid thinks every good cop should be able to do that, so yeah. he's like practicing, and uh, his kid's and then, like... they, then they get the call for uh, uh, there's a bank robbery in progress, so. They go uh, and uh, they're chasing you. The robbers, meet yeah. To, yeah, you you meet this uh, this gang led by uh, Kurtwood Smith. Yes, my uh, man. His, his character uh, Clarence Boddicker or Boniker. Boddicker. 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 Yeah. yeah, Clarence Clarence <laughs> Boddicker, and he is uh, a great villain. Like, the he is. best. He is amazing in this role. It's like it was made for him. He did a bunch of improv in this. Like, a lot of the lines that you guys remember is shit that he just made up. Yeah. And he know that. Yeah, like, he, he, the, can you fly, Bobby? Like, he was the one that came up with that. He was just like, I want some cold-hearted shit to say, you know, like. So, in in that same scene, they're they're in this, like, getaway van, right? So, they just robbed a bank, right? Like, so they got the bank fucking brace truck or whatever, and there they go. But he's he's mad at, at one of the gang members. And uh, the guy's like, "What?" And he goes, "You burned all the fucking money." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's so just as good as marked. Yeah. So he's he's pissed about that. And then the cops show up behind him, and uh, <laughs> I noticed this last night. It cracked me up. He goes up to the driver, and uh, I can't remember what he's what he yells at him, but he he like hits the driver and then he kicks him. Yeah. It's, it's almost, it's almost cartoonish. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause look, he tells me it's, it's so mad. It's like, it's like, yo, Sammy Sam, like, yeah. he's like kicking and screaming. He's always asking unreasonable yeah. shit. So he tells the drug. So first of all, he's mad at the, at the guy for burning the money, but the guy's job was to blow the safe blow open. The safe. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. money got like, burned and he's like, you fucking idiot. He was like, that was his job. What? And then yeah, so, he, yeah. so he moves to the driver. It was like, if the cops are, Phone was like, get us out of here. Dude's like, I'm in a fucking truck. I can't run a cop car. Yeah, yeah. And he like kicks him, dude. Him. Like, he's mad, yeah. Like, he's but, such an ass. This is a good and it, and it's so much more believable than Patrick Swayze's kicks. <laughs> but this <laughs> but this oh, was never real. Like Paul McCrane was like he was kicking him and he um uh was pissed off that he kept kicking him. But that's that's kind of what I like about this though, is it really shows the growth of the character because he really grows up later on in life and then he goes on to <laughs> <laughs> he goes on. the first ever spit take of Be Kind Let's Rewind. You got it, bro. How the let me, let me the joke. So he goes on to uh, be a dad on that 70s show where he really yeah. shows that he can change and that's yeah. what I'm appreciative he's, about. He's the same uh, fucking guy. Come yeah. on. He's uh, he's ne- he's next door neighbors with old pillow tits. Yeah. <laughs> how did he how did he survive a fucking like a stab to the jugular? We'll never know, but I guess we'll talk about that soon you know, enough here. It's it's fine. You and, know, and he married Kitty. T- Kitty turned it around. So anyway, let's tell just... you how kind of fucked up kid I was whenever I was a kid like Clarence Boddicker, like, I thought he was the hero of this fucking movie. <laughs> I, mean, was, I love this guy. Well, he was the most uh, charismatic, for sure. Oh, that, yeah. explains, was, that explains dude. a lot, Gibbs. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Explains a lot. He was, well, hey, so, 
So you know he was uh, he was cast partly because um, the the director thought with his little glasses he looked like uh, Gibbs. What was the guy's name? Um, he led one of the the like, Nazi Heimlich Himmler or whatever. There it is. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know that he looked like him, but he kind of reminded him of him. Yeah, um, and he wanted. Because nobody was going to match Robocop physically. He wanted someone that was, like, more cerebral. Right, yeah, right. Look, he looked smart with the glasses on. And so, yeah. like, he, he had this, like, um, intelligent menace behind him. Yeah. I mean, and he's insanely, a great, insanely great casting. And then also, like, Leaf in yeah. your notes, the uh, the casting out of uh, one of his own henchmen. <laughs> to where yeah, he's, he's a psychopath. Just, like, he is like, no... This dude gets shot in the leg, and he's like, man, I fucking got shot in the leg. And then he's like... Uh, Fly or no, can you fly, Bobby? Can you fly? But yeah, and he's like, right. no, no, <laughs> like, yes. throw him out, toss him like onto the front of the cop car with Murphy and Annie, yeah. and, like, and so then like Murphy and Annie, they stop their cop car and they're like, oh the, shit, this guy's injured. He hits the so windshield, they, yeah. but he's it's not a far fall to think that he survived. So then they stop the cop car, they get out, and they're going to call the paramedics. And Oh, wait, no. They just keep fucking going and leave a guy <laughs> dead in the road. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> There's no he just took like a back dead. bump through fucking a windshield. Hey, if, he's dead, if he's dead, the emergency's over, man. Like <laughs> We don't dude, know he dies, he's dead. Nobody checks on him, dude. This is what it's like in the street. Me on, streets of they Detroit. put on their windshield wipers and just knocked him off the fucking thing. And he... <laughs> <laughs> he just falls off. It's, it's so foreshadowing. This, yeah, it is. And, and then this this is what uh, Leaf, I believe, this is what leads us to the uh, they they get to the the warehouse or whatever. They pursue the and, uh, yeah. They and, pursue and, the bad guys. And they're actually the aren't they ordered to hold back because they don't have any backup, right? No, they, they just say they're no, no, backup no. coming. Okay, yeah. so you're on your own, bitches. Okay, which which I think was probably OCP doing that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Potentially, so, yeah, like, yeah, that's a good point. So he well, actually like the dumbest fucking thing that they do is like, hey, let's split up. You yeah, know? he has. <laughs> well, he leaves it up to his partner. They're in the car. He's like, and 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 Alex is like, what do you want to do? I mean. like, and yeah, Ann yeah. Lewis is like, his his yeah, his uh his partner's like, let's let's fucking go. And so he leaves it up to her. And they strap in and strap on, and they head into Did the. You say abandoned- strap in or strap on. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they headed to the abandoned warehouse, and, and that and that and that decision right there set women back so far in the, <laughs> in the police force. Because <laughs> you know, and here's something that they never really discussed. She she's probably the worst partner ever because she's got a new partner for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he was her, she keeps on being like, no, for real, let's split up again. It was going to work yeah. out this time and they keep on dying, you know? <laughs> she said last time it was fine. But this time yeah. it's different. The guy doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the warehouse and she's she's off and she encounters uh, one of the villains relieving himself. Yeah, one and of the if thugs. I could correct, if I could correct one line in this movie... It would be if he just turned around and <laughs> said, "Excuse me, while I whip this out." <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. Like, so he's, so he's. I don't even know if he was actually really pissing, or if he was just doing it like to catch her off guard. But like, she's got the gun. She's got the gun. She's like, she's looking, she's looking like straight in the face, and he's like, 
Mind if I zip this up? It's and, she, s- and she just cannot fight the urge to look at that big black cock. <laughs> but I, I would have done the same thing, though. I would have been like, oh, I, I, actually, I wasn't that, that guy's mom was there visiting that day. So he got this. Hold <laughs> on. I got to say then, something, though. Hold up. Because I want to answer Shadow's question. He. <laughs> You guys got to go back and watch this. If you didn't see it, you got to go back and watch this. He is actually pissing because you can see the stream of piss. And hold on. Okay. When she yells, hold it or freeze, or whatever she says, the stream stops. Oh. <laughs> I can't stop. It stings. And black dicks are built different because the stream, she's like, freeze. It's like, <laughs> oh, 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 black, black dicks are built different. She'd have to shoot me. Black, She'd black dicks shoot. are definitely built different. Because it keeps going, it immediately stops. And I saw this today, and I was fucking dying laughing. And I thought one of y'all was going to bring that up. Because I was like, notice yeah, as soon as she says freeze, the stream of piss yeah. instantly ends. Also, I love him, too, because he was the classic 80s henchman that's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the fucking yeah. psycho laugh. Yeah. Like just... I, took, I took a rap. <laughs> yeah, like so... She was... Yeah, yeah, like so forced, so just it's. I love it. Like that dude played it perfect. Like dude it was, was great. amazing. And, and yeah, like, that was like all of the guys got to do like their own thing. They got to make their characters the way they are. Yeah, which man. Is the it, great thing about it, that director is he, Paul Verhoeven, just let them create them. They got to pick out their own hairstyles, their own clothing. Really, and, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, that's fucking awesome. And so, so like, uh, yeah, so like the laugh thing was his thing. He was like, I want something that stands out. That's gonna be me. And he came up with that laugh, and it just. It kills, man. Every single mm-hmm. time he he laughs, I'm like, I want to be his friend. Oh, dude, yeah. Well, so, I want to uh, beat his ass, but like, so, he, he so will it make it feel funny. <laughs> but it cuts. Uh, it cuts to Murphy. He's uh, he's got the drop on one of the henchmen named uh, Emil, and uh, he he gives the line, uh, "Dead or alive, you're coming with me." Mm-hmm. Yeah, hell yeah, and, and badass. Uh, and then uh, it turns out. All the other guys have him surrounded, and uh, and that this scene is the one that was disturbing to me. Oh they, yeah, oh yeah. They mercifully kill him without. <laughs> yeah. That first fucking hand shot. Oh yeah, disturbing. Where it Yeah, And there's the build up with that, and then it's slow motion. The hand you I don't know how they fucking cut that. I guess that was a fake arm with a yeah, squib on the end yeah. or if he had it tucked back. But like this is his agony on his fucking face. That's the what fucked me up. Explosion on the like yes, because that's fucking real, man. Yeah. Like they like you could see the pain. Like as much as like I'm sure like critics are like, Well, oh, it's just an action movie and uh, actually I'm gonna go fuck myself and uh, <laughs> but like that's what they sound like. that is fucking cinema. Like yeah. it, you see the facial expression. Yeah, he the is explosion, the slow motion where it like really slows it down for your brain and like. Yeah. Yeah. So the scene is fucking. So agonizing. the main bad guy blows off RoboCop's hand. For those of you who don't know, I don't know if he said it that clearly. And RoboCop clearly, yeah, clearly goes into shock. You can see it on his face. People die of shock. He's like, and there's just this moment where there's no music, as far as I can remember. I can't remember anything. He's just giving this. This scream that is just so like yeah, yeah. visceral, yeah. and it's like, what the fuck am I watching? This man's all they just keep shooting him, and they so, keep blowing shit up on him. And so like- I, got, I got a question: <laughs> were were they shooting him in the body, or were they shooting his arms off? 
because both, he stands because yeah. he stands there and like he ends up losing his entire arm and then like he's yeah. just just absolutely getting dismembered they're by hitting, this yeah they're hitting they're, him they're everywhere him except yeah, they're shot, they don't shot suffer. blast from that that close up range and that many is just yeah. A, yeah. amazing they shot never hit him in the head so they never hit him in the head until the last until the last final bullet from from our ev- our ultimate evil villain uh, uh, Clarence Bodiker, Bod- Bodiker, um, he shoots him in the head to finish him off. Right, like that's yeah, yeah. Which that's, like the original cut of that was so much more visceral. Just, just. Disturbing. I've got to find that. Yeah, I've got to find it, the original. And, and, I can't like, even imagine. That, there's that, that's another thing. Like uh, they had a, a dummy for a lot of that too. That would look so real that you can't tell the difference between Peter Weller and the yeah. dummy. And he's sitting like, on his knees. He's screaming. You see his arm, one of it, like get blown completely <laughs> off. It's like, yeah. like his pieces wild, right? are flying yeah, off, yeah. man. And that, he's that, getting shot. And the the dude with the the the, the dong that can turn off pee uh, <laughs> has a great line that he provides. That, Does it hurt? Does it hurt? Yeah, like, yeah. Like they're having dude, so much fun a, with it. So like the fact that they're having so much fun with it is so disturbing as well. It's it's I, so I have, beautiful. I had that. Exact line in my notes too. Real oh, wrestling, <laughs> real yeah. wrestling heel. Real, re- dude. You hate him, dude. You hate. You yeah. want revenge for him, man. Absolutely. No, when these, these are the awesomest guys in the world. I fucking love them. <laughs> I got bad news for you, Gibbs, but I, well, yeah. I'll let you find out later in the podcast. <laughs> right, Wait, so, what happened? Shh. All right. So, <laughs> so then it cuts. It cuts to a paramedic team tr- trying to save him, and. uh it is an actual paramedic team. It, they weren't actors, so all the stuff that they're doing. Uh, my my wife, uh, she she worked in uh, ER for years, mm-hmm. and she was telling me that that you can tell that that it was real. One from the things that they were saying, but also how they were calm. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, she, she said a lot of times you'll see like um, actors will be like like Flipping panicked. Out. Yeah. But yeah. she's like, she's like, it really is like that. Well, it's, it's you know what? I never really noticed that. That's yeah, that's, crazy. that's mm-hmm. smart. Like, I mean, because you got to be calm and you're trained for that, right? So that's your that job somehow. Look at that! Look at that! Fucking look at that diversity that we have in Be Kind. Let's rewind. We have angles from everywhere, bro. It's absolutely like true. Subscribe, like and subscribe. Just for the love of God, <laughs> <laughs> we're at the scene where RoboCop. As or excuse me, uh, Murphy is uh, becoming is becoming murdered. is murdered, right? Like, and the pair, like uh, Shadwick said, there's a paramedic scene which is uh, completely realistic according to his experience, and it seemed like that to me too because it was pretty impressive. Yeah. Like they're trying yeah. to they're trying to save him. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they should have just brought the body back instead of the uh, the paramedics because like, he's just absolutely left. he's yeah. swiss cheese folks so yeah. it, it's clever though the way they do this here because you see him on the table you're trying to revive him whatever and then it goes black and you hear them saying all right let's call it yeah and and then from the blackness you see from from murphy or i guess it's now robocop you see from his point of view mm-hmm. like the lights come back on and you can see, like, and, yeah, and you like can the, see the engineers he, working on him. Yeah, he opens his eyes, and you're playing Sega CD at this point. <laughs> yes, yeah, it looks like. Yeah. Yes, it looks 100% like Sega CD. It's like Super Shark. Like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> God damn, fuck this game. Uh, 
and then I stopped watching the movie. So I don't know what happened with the rest of it. So you guys are gonna have to help. Me. <laughs> so well, like we get this the montage game happily ever after. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's just Gibbs's version, the rewrite. Yeah. That, so there, you get they were treated to this montage of basically him becoming RoboCop. As you stated, uh, there is an eighty special effects where they're adding to to RoboCop and changing his programming and doing mm-hmm. surgeries. There's even a horrific part where the doctors are like, hey, we were able to actually save his left arm. And Bob, one of the, oh, the second yeah. command OCP guys, like we said we were going to go full cybernetics, cut off the arm. And you're all yeah. like, oh, no, his arm is still like he still has an that, arm. That fucked yeah, that, me, too, when I rewatched it. That one, it's that like one taking away a horse's cock. <laughs> it's all he's got. It's all he's got. <laughs> it is. And so, yeah, they're like, all right, we're going to cut off the arm, like prepping for surgery. And, it, and so, again, it's just cutting yeah. on and off as his memory is sort of being turned on and off. And, uh, and then, and then it, yeah, there's a little scene, uh, again, from his point of view, where they've got a, a sample of the arm, and uh, they're saying that, Everything is uh, titanium with uh, that's laminated with Kevlar. Yeah, and uh, and Bob goes to shake his hand, and it sounds like it's like crushing. Yeah, his hand. Like, yeah, yeah. And then he looks like straight into the Robocop's face, like you're gonna be a bad motherfucker. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And so what this is that guy. Uh, we'll Bill find Turner? out. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> he actually, died no, of in real life, he's so- dead. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, died of throat yeah, cancer, yeah. sadly, but not in this movie. He died in a much cooler way in this well, movie. Was it from eating Catherine Zeta-Jones pussy? <laughs> yeah, that happened. Jesus. Tab dancing Christ. What? That's, that's what, what happened. That's what yeah, that's what happened. That's the way but, I, I mean, I mean not, 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 to, not to him, but... I mean, <laughs> God willing, one of us will also go out the same way. So well, Gil- Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey, Gilbert Godfrey talked with Norm about that. Um, about eating what was her husband's name? It was Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas. Michael yeah. Douglas. Yeah. yeah, Michael Douglas. He got throat cancer, and he said it was from eating her pussy. He did say that. That's true. And that is a scientific That's a true fact. story. So after retreat, so basically retreat to this montage of him. Uh, Murphy becoming the RoboCop. Forming, yeah, there, Mo- Murphy there, is no more. He we is are no now more. There, he is erased. That we think. He, yes, we think he, his memory has been erased. His parts have been like cyberdyneized. Like he's just machine. They're controlling every aspect. They're implanting programming into his brain. Like they are basically creating, a, you know, a a cybernetic organism out of what was once a human being. Um, he was declared dead, so technically, they even say it in one of the montages, they could do whatever they want with him, and they do. They're using a lot of uh, Terminator yeah. lingo here. I They're mean, using a lot of cy- Cyberdyne technologies. Speaking I mean, of cybernetic so, organisms. Cyber, cyber, you're you're losing, my using a lot of big words right now. Okay, now, because I don't understand them, I'm going to take them as disrespect. <laughs> Watch your mouth. <laughs> Both y'all. <laughs> <laughs> what I do? So, I so evidently when he joined the police force, you sign a waiver that says if you're uh, if you're it's dead, you, you can be you, yeah, you can be turned into a well, cyborg. It, it's it's the OCP thing. Like uh, shoot, yeah. the company I work for, which will remain nameless. They're like mm-hmm. they basically say like my life is theirs. Like if anything, if oh. like, and if I invent something, they get oh, to dude. own it. One hundred percent. And I'll say their name because I don't work for them anymore. When I worked for General Electric. General Electric made me sound the same fucking thing. So if I had this idea, if I was like, dude, we'll do a podcast called Be Kind, Let's Rewind, and we fucking hit it big, 
they could legally come back and yes. get my shit. But I don't that's want to exactly right. suck a fat dick. <laughs> and so that, that's, that's part of the, yes, the privatization crap is like they, they're just like, hey, we can do whatever the hell we want to. You guys signed a contract. Your body's yep. ours. Absolutely. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, this this guy died. But he had to be at work the next day, and yeah, and so they just cut off head. cut off his dick and his arms and made him into a into a cyborg, pretty much. Take it That's over, what happened. Creep. So this is another shot, as Gibbs mentioned, mm-hmm. at at the privatization Man, of. Uh, yep. If if my dick was blown off, I wouldn't want to remember anything either. We are very much aware of that. <laughs> well, when, when, <laughs> memories that only when, would when only mine got blown off, I was okay with it. <laughs> so what made me say that so right. here we are i just have to i have to piece sitting down now we can we can assume actually, actually i'll do like having my dick blown off first <laughs> <laughs> think of it if, if i can remember that's usable well, now we got 40 minutes of usable material <laughs> so you ask yourself you're ask yourself be kind let's rewind when the fuck do we get to see robocop the very next scene the big reveal yep. comes OCP and their minions and Bob, the the creator, number two at OCP, or even number three, I guess you'd say, brings RoboCop back into the exact same precinct, and we're off and running. RoboCop then begins dispensing cybernetic justice all across the city. They recharge him. They tell us that he basically eats baby food now and nothing else somehow. No idea how he (laughs) shits or pisses. It's just, you know details his body is working at maximum efficiency where like dennis reynolds on always sunny said that he hasn't had a bowel movement in like three days so his body was working at maximum efficiency so and that's good so and i i will say though like shadwick i'm really glad you brought up the uh the fucking what was his kid and kids really liked ranger danger um (laughs) tj laser no but like because like robocop does that right so it gives you a little fucking nod Mm -hmm, to like he's still in there and so, so yeah, like that's yeah, so so when he first arrives at the uh the precinct mm-hmm. uh all the cops are like they're running they run down this hall like following him to see where he's going and they take him into the gun range and he's got this fucking like huge cannon yeah like it's a it's a, it's a modified uh, beretta 93r that that like originally they you know the the gun that Mr. Kenny had was uh um uh, the Desert, Desert Eagle the Desert Eagle originally yeah. that's what they were going to have him because it was a new like 50 caliber freaking weapon right. big shiny beautiful love those things but it looks tiny in his hands so and he right. couldn't get his finger in the trigger guard so yeah. they had to get a a, a Beretta 93R which had an extended trigger guard so he could get okay. his finger in there and they just modified it. That's a three round burst, like kind of like an M sixteen. It just so it looks just bad. Let that, you let that sneeze or cough yeah. go, okay? So when I was <laughs> when I was a kid, when I was a kid, about uh, 10, 11 years old. Um, after I've seen the the full movie, uh, the kid that lived across the street from me, um, he had some type of a, a toy like laser gun, but it looked a lot like that. And I fucking loved RoboCop so much. Every time I went over to his house, I wanted to play with that gun to the point where, like, he got irritated. And he's yeah. He's well, I like, think it was I, it, the, the, the fact that you yeah. kept saying, "Can I pretend to kill you over and over again?" Like, it was really <laughs> disturbed him. Uh, I just, well, I don't, I don't remember this, but but I'm sure, I'm sure my my 
tubby ass was like walking like Robocop out there in the front yard. Were you, were you like doing the music? <laughs> Probably. Uh, Probably. Dude, that, that fucking Probably. like, but again, like when he flips the gun and yeah. then like the shit in his leg that opens up and the gun goes oh, back yeah. in the hole. Like, yeah. God damn. So, so cool. So fucking cool. And I, I will say, and I will say this. Like, our editing is fucking ass. Like it's me. Yeah, this guy's doing it. Our editing is ass for a podcast, but it does make you think different and you see different shit when you start doing it. Mm. Like the cuts to like where it's just a quick cut of a leg opening up, then it cuts back to the full body. Like where mm. like you don't have any, there, there's no thought like, oh yeah, that's exactly what that did. That's where that gun is now. Like so fucking good. Obviously they're Hollywood guys. It should be good, but I, you know what? I appreciate it more yeah. now. And so, so that like on film too. So it's not like you just yeah. oh, dude, yeah, they were dragging shit, like, shit, man, shit. like going through like yeah. reels and reels of tape True. to see it five, 30 uh, seconds of footage. So the the part uh, where his leg opens up for the gun to go in was a, a completely different piece. It was, oh yeah, yeah, it was, it was never, no, yeah, but it was never part of the of the. Yeah, I, I picked that up like watching it and just kind of knowing how editing goes. But I was, but it's so smooth that. I, yeah. I never picked that up before. Same same with the the spike that comes out that he uses to mm-hmm. like go into the the database. That was literally someone off camera holding holding uh, a fist up there, yep. and that thing like popped out. But just to watch it, you would never so know. So fucking smooth. Like yeah. again, good editing, good special effects. Like mm-hmm. bomb as fuck. Yelling. Yeah. So we're all Robocop's but, on the on the scene, man. Like there he is. You get to see him shoot. You get to see his modified Beretta, as Gibbs said. You get to see, like, everybody in the precincts, like, freaking out. They, there's a, basically a cybernetic mutant on the force now, and they can't say anything about it. And you know why, Gibbs? Because privatization, baby. That's mm-hmm. right. And, they basically, and the other thing, too, is, like, the guy that invented RoboCop, like, he's got a bright future. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. Miles he's, Dyson. He's... So we, I, I see upper middle management all written all over his yeah, ass. Yeah. yeah. So he's uh, so he's he's celebrating at home. He's he's got uh, a couple of uh, hookers there. We see the suit, uh, which uh, Gibbs and I talked about earlier. Uh, it was influenced heavily by some older films, uh, 1927's Metropolis. Which um, I'll put some clips in here now. Shadrick sent me some images that are pretty fucking cool, and you can actually definitely see the uh, correlation between those. Yeah, um, in, in aesthetic and and Absolutely. in in uh, in concept too, because um, Metropolis, uh, like Gibbs was saying earlier, was was about a dystopian future where the haves were uh, living above ground in in towers and mansions. And the have-nots that were actually making everything run mm-hmm. actually lived underground, uh, like po folk, like like then, like uh, Murlocs or what was the what was the <laughs> yeah, yeah like <laughs> Murlocs yeah, exactly Murlocs yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> and uh, and then also uh, I think it was seed. I think it was 1951's <laughs> 1951's uh, the day the Earth stood still yeah um, you can you know you can definitely see the influence there because it. Um, the alien in that has, has the, the helmet with the little visor thing over his eyes. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you think you think they intended eventually for like Robocop to like self-replicate? Is that why he had those big birthing hips? 
mean, I just thought he did a lot of squats. Well, I, I mean, just... one of the things that like uh, they were they were talking about him whenever they were de- designing this thing was the fact that he had wider hips. Like he just naturally had bigger hips, so like it was gonna pop out anyway. I, mean, <laughs> I just thought it was a nod to Arnold because he had. I wonder, wonder it's sexy legs. either way. It's yeah, really yeah. sexy. I wonder what Robocop did. I wonder what Robocop did about chafing. Ah oh, man, was, dude, he easy glide. He they had full cybernetics. It's not even. It's never even detailed uh-uh. how much of him was still human. But I mean, his yeah. his gun went in his thigh. Like you can only imagine. He basically probably was mostly cybernetics. I was talking about the the metal rubbing together. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 Teflon, dude, and and, and titanium. Uh-uh. It's bullet Turtle wax. <laughs> <laughs> so the reveal happens. We get to see RoboCop. He's ready to he's ready to go. So what happens? Of course, he just jumps in a car and rides off into the not to fight crime, bro. And we get Which these like myriad of scenes. Too- <laughs> no, I'm sorry. There's, there's like yeah. that's two scenes in a row that kind of flash back to or hint at it's still Murphy. You know, first you get yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah. pulling of the gun, and then you yes. get the sparks from the bottom of the car. So it's like, oh, there's still some of him left in that. Right. Which is, yes. great, which is great fucking writing, right? Mm. Like, I mean, like yeah. when you watch it the first time, that's what I like about uh, people that really think their shit through. Because when, when you watch it the first time, you're not going to pick that up. Mm. When you watch it again, you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like yeah, there it is. Point. Like. Yeah. One one more quick thing, um, the gloves were were made out of like a like latex rubber. So uh, the part where they they throw the keys and he he catches it, I think they said it took like twenty two takes, like because they kept bouncing out of his hand. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he basically quit at one point in time. Like he quit well, all, so hard till he didn't get any more jobs, and then WCW also, was like, "Stings in a cage." Nah, it's also, to Wikipedia, but they were they were filming <laughs> in Dallas. They're filming in Dallas in the summertime. It was like 120, 130 uh, degrees. Yeah. Can you imagine? They said, they said he was losing like ten pounds a day uh, from being in the suit. I mean, you did okay. So to sidetrack, was already a fucking skeleton. Yeah. So to sidetrack on that, you did bodybuilding. What did you cut like before before you won your fucking title, Shadow Award winning bodybuilder? Hundred percent award winning bodybuilder. Before you won your title, that last week, how much did you cut? I know that I was I would lose four pounds in a cardio session. So God damn. But can we put Kit Sad Bill Cosby in here right now? Let's just <laughs> let's just know. Yeah, um a lot of that was like you you cut your water intake, so. Oh, I know. So like, so like on, so like on, mon- so like on Monday, I drank like two gallons of water. Tuesday was a gallon of water, half gallon, and it gets all the way down to where you have three uh, your tongue. Like on like on the Saturday show day, I, I had like no water at all. Yeah, that's what I mean. You purposely dehydrate. That's what I was trying to get at. Is like, yeah. you probably dropped twenty fucking pounds, fifteen pounds, like some shit, like. And this dude's dropping ten pounds in a day, like off of dehydration. And, like, he, did, and he didn't have ten pounds. No, that's loose. what I mean. Like it's just fucking nuts. Like, yeah, because I can't imagine being in that full fucking outfit, and then you you got to go film and stuff. I think, yeah, I think I don't know if it was for this movie or if it was a sequel, but they uh, eventually added some type of cooling system into the suit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was a sequel. I bet they didn't think of it for this. There's a lot yeah. of problems like with the suit because I know that uh, the uh, Peter Weller. 
had an idea of how he was going to act as Robocop and he had it all in his head and the suit wasn't completed when filming started. So they filmed like a lot of the other yeah. scenes. And by the time, like, like, so he that started acting out and figuring out how he was going to be. And by the time the suit arrived, he was like, Oh, f- like, fuck. Damn, like, I can't sucks. move in this thing, dude. And so he had to which that's where, when he quit. He he, he, he quit. quit. He's like, I can't do it. I can't yeah, do it. And like, uh, they they ended up like changing the. Uh, he had like a movement coach that helped him figure out wow, what he could do. A, mm-hmm. a mom, yeah, a mom coach. Yeah, yeah. and Verhoeven actually was going to replace him. Like they had already scheduled like another replacement, but the guy the suit didn't yeah. fit him. Well, like, he was short. Al- yeah, yeah, it was already made for for Peter Weller. So yeah, with a movement coach and a lot of coaxing and and workthroughs, they got him to stay on the project and uh, mm-hmm. keep keep going. At, I mean, so he managed to do really good. But like a lot of his movement, if you watch, even even like all a lot of the scenes, like there's an action scene later on which will be referenced soon enough. My third and five hey. final traumatizing moment where he kind of dodges out of, out of the way of the car, but even still, it's super like robotic. Oh, yeah, yeah, like really yeah, janky, like how he moves. You were, ta- you were talking about, about the editing, like editing, um, you know, like the gun, mm-hmm. uh, when he was in the car. Yeah, <laughs> when we watched it last night, I was like, How the fuck is he getting in and out of the car? And then it, then he like gets out, and, and Christy goes, Like that, and she goes. Better than me, <laughs> Same. but Same. But, uh, but I read up on it and uh, he only had the the top half of the suit yeah. on. He was actually sitting in the car in his underwear. They also had I mean, to I mean, use a sense. different car than what they originally did because he couldn't fit in the original car. Yeah, they had made like yeah. a, and so like they ended up using a a, a Ford Taurus uh, instead, which was new at the time and so super futuristic. Just a sorry, just a quick uh, correlation of my life. You know who also drove a Ford Taurus Leaf? Mr. Robbie McKenzie. Robbie McKenzie drove a Ford Taurus? My fucking dude. boy. Our Mr. Boy, Rob dude. Dog. Yeah, anyway. Rob Dog. Right. Hell yeah, brother. God bless him. So I just want to ref. So, so yeah, we get to learn a lot more about RoboCop. We have the big gigantic reveal. We'll tell y'all a lot of hidden secrets and facts about, about the suit. But so <laughs> his, his big reveal happens. He's at the precinct, his old precinct. Uh, as um, used to be as Murphy on his on his first and only day, <laughs> his first fucking day, which is like my one of my notes. Stupidly, now that I think about it, was like nobody recognized him, but they didn't have a chance to. Dude, he got blown away the first day. <laughs> yeah. So I guess he was not mm-hmm. as stupid as I thought to bring him back to the same precinct. Um, only, of course, his partner rec- eventually recognized him, which we'll talk about. But he jumps in his old car and just rides into the night, and we get this montage of him fighting crime. And this may be my, one of my favorite like parts of the movie because he just starts robocopping all over the fucking city with, with the greatest like theme song you can the ever imagine. The greatest themes, and, music, action. So I have I have a question though. That first scene, uh, the guy's robbing a convenience store, right? Yes. He, come, mm-hmm. he comes in, and uh, the guy tries to run away, and he basically like clotheslines him across the room, and the uh, guy crashes through like uh, I don't know, a, a Coke machine. Like a, it's, like a, it's like a yeah, stand, it's like a frozen, yeah, like a frozen. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, but then Robocop, he just goes, you know, thank you for your cooperation. 
He doesn't arrest the guy. <laughs> he doesn't have to. He's dead. Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> well, well, that that scene was or completely paralyzed. different. Originally, originally there was um, a, a little kid in the store and everything like that, but the shooting was running late, and they had to cut the scene. So, like they they had to change things around at the last minute. So stuff uh, doesn't make hmm. sense in that. Uh, if you're seeing well, the it, like, 1990 it, yeah, it miniseries, it was the guy that played Eddie Spaghetti well, if, in. Oh shit! <laughs> if if you have like if you have a kid too on set though, like you have like super strict rules. Like, yeah, midnight's the cut off and all yeah, that. So shit. you can't so, you can't just keep going. So. Fucking kids are in everything. Yeah, but that guy that got I've hit to the cooler that. was also in the second RoboCop movie. I don't know if he plays the same character or not, but it's the same <laughs> actor. Fuck. Does, does he just, just scream? Fuck me! Fuck, Fuck me! me. Fuck, Fuck me. me! As he's um, emptying a machine gun into Robocop, yeah. like to, yeah. to to no effect. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't believe right, he does that, but um, it would have been better. Great. Robocop is cleaning fucking house because now we got a new sh- the new sheriff's in town, right? So to wrap up this montage, there's uh, there's an attempted sexual assault scene. Yes, two two guys accost this woman uh, out in, in an alleyway, and. This one was also very, very disturbing to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I, it I really mean, was. It, it was like um, they cut her hair. Yeah, dude. Like, and and, and then the guy's like, "Oh, she got more hair down, down there." there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't just, understand yeah. whenever I was five years old. Me uh, neither, so dude. Like, <laughs> I didn't know what they were doing. Thank God, dude, Robocop like, shows up because I couldn't take any more. Like goofy yeah. like gross exposition so, from these guys and, a, so and a, this this was uh the scene was actually rewritten on the fly uh really? originally originally the guy is holding the girl and robocop is uh shoots past her cheek and hits the guy clips him in the head or whatever but but uh the director n- noticed that the way the girl was standing her her legs were part so he's uh, he's like well, hold on he can shoot between her legs. With the ultimate, like, justice yeah. for this kind of crime yeah. or whatever. And he yeah. was like, shotgun to the dick. Yep. <laughs> I just got to say, this guy's got some low-hanging fruit if that actually hit down there. <laughs> well, According I mean, it was it was a fifty cal gun, so, oh, I mean, God. it covers But again, like, nope, I mean. Nope, and, that Beretta is a 9 mil. And that's that I mean, scene. The hole, up to that, the hole it put that, it looked like a fifty cal to me. That scene that's up true. to that point is like super fucking disturbing. But then there's like some like kind of like there's justice with that like you know like dude just yeah. is like. But, but then you you see, I guess what could be uh, the downside to Robocop is the woman runs over to him like trying to be thankful. Or no whatever. empathy, right? Yeah, it's like um, you've been through uh, a crisis. I'm contacting a. Whatever, sir. Yeah, I thought like that was special very services for. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like he was just no emotion. It was very like robotic and matter of fact. Like, I showing, mean, if I was a cop, uh, if I was uh, a cop, I would just be like, "Bitch, get off of me!" <laughs> just you know, play, the, like, play that clip like, with the bitches get out. Classic. Yeah, like, bitches, bitches leave. Bitches leave. Bitches <laughs> leave. <laughs> which uh, which should be coming up to that that part now, right? No, four uh, more hours. Four uh, more hours. <laughs> 
four more hours. <laughs> no, there is, there's, there's, yeah, we need to talk. We're getting close. We're getting close. We're getting close. So, so after, so basically Robocop, Robocop's all over the city. There's a lot of great scenes. He beats and shoots his way through the city, solving crimes with his modified Beretta to the dick, mm-hmm. as well as busting through walls, throwing people through plate glass windows. It's just genius. But, uh, all is not well with Robocop. Um, what? Yes, he's chilling in his electric chair at the recharging station at the police headquarters, <laughs> and he starts to recall. Damn f- Apple! They it's just what <laughs> it should cost. It should cost eight hundred dollars a day. <laughs> it just t- he starts getting like recall flashes from his old life. Yeah, the, man. The problem spurred on by his ex partner Annie Lewis, who immediately recognizes him. Not only because he did the the uh, the gun spin. Like earlier on, right when when he was revealed, but also just because he looks like yeah, because he has his fucking face. So this is face included. Why they didn't put she's like Robocop murder and Murphy? <laughs> That's yeah. him, dude. She's like, you look a lot better without the top half of your face. I gotta say, <laughs> yeah, with the visor. So yeah, you get flat these sad flashbacks. Murphy's like Robocop's realizing that he he had an, a life before this, before he was a killing crime fighting machine and you know you want to shut him down because he had a dream dude he gets this yeah he starts to recognize some of the old criminals you get this sad mm. fucking scene dude where he goes to like his Flashback. old house yeah yeah oh, and man. it's it's a brilliant scene because he's wandering through this abandoned house right but yeah. then it's like it's like the it's the static is fading into his memories and then it's like it's populated with furniture and his kid is playing yeah, in the kitchen dude, dude. his wife's in the bedroom you know and he's learning and relearning like he had a wife and a family and he didn't remember any of this stuff and he's also seeing he's, he's, he's looking at the bed going through his highlight reel that's, dude. A, that's a beautiful thing about this movie and a lot of these 80s movies that are like a, a, a slim 90 minutes long yep. is you start with the action and then slowly you build the character you know yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. sit there and spend 30 minutes well you need a fucking like, reason no, you need a reason to care you but this is care. this is yeah. all like this is really all we get about his past but mm-hmm. it's more than enough than for us to care about well, what happens to and him it's, it, it, yeah. keeps, it keeps the badassery of like all the action and shit but they made they maximized the time for this yeah. so like they mm-hmm. say okay like we're giving you you know what a minute two minutes of this like flashback that's yeah. all you need yeah, be like, dude, he's still in like there. A, a couple of seconds of him being a negligent father while his son's watching TV instead of spending time with him. <laughs> and then you... he's like, Dad, Ranger Danger's on. And he's like, God damn it, that's wrong, like, Chris. TJ Laser, Dad, go ahead. Get it right or pay the price. He's like, Can you do that, Dad? And he just shoots him dead. He's like, You with your expectations. None of that he's happens. Like, Stick it over, creep. This is a sweet and tender scene. But, he, but what is awesome is he does start to remember the dudes that murdered him. And yep. and took his life away. And does it hurt? All of those. Yes, he starts getting these gross flashbacks of him getting shot to death in each of the perpetrators' faces. And he's like game fucking on. He's honey. like game on. So immediately now, it, instead of a crime fighting flick, it turns into a revenge flick. And Gibbs is right. There's zero fat on this movie. And as fast as we're moving, it makes perfect sense. There's no yep. moments where you're like, what? Look, what's happening? Like, I don't understand. It's you're no. completely in the moment and in the movie. Every single scene. There's no way you can be confused. Check your brain. And- drink more IPAs if you are, because you're. This movie is is sequentially <laughs> flawless. 
It is. It is, though. You can't, like, you can't question the science. To question science is to question... Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Um, but there is a... He, he does have a, a chance encounter with uh, Emil. Emil. Um, yes. From the gang. Yes. At the gas station. And as he's like got his gun drawn on him, he says the same thing. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Yeah, and he so, yeah. And, realizes and the dude he and the dude realizes he's like, yeah, it's like we killed you, we killed you, you're dead. Yeah, and and so that like triggers something, and Emil actually gets away because Robocop's having his little episode, his little, little flashback yeah. emo episode. moments. Like yes, yeah. so Emil's one like, of the first ones he seeks out, and per se to get clues and yeah to figure out like where these guys are because he's coming for them now. So yeah. we're immediately, yeah, in, in, in rev- revenge flick mode. And uh, so he's coming for all these dudes. And well, uh, there's, a, there's a cool thing that supposedly happens or uh, happens. It's a, it's a shell station. And when the thing blows up, the S falls out and just says hell. So like whenever the flames are going up, it's like, ah, that was cool. Huh. Yeah. And that was a really cool they, scene. Um, they, they got in trouble for that, uh, that scene because... Uh, the ex- the explosion was so big it actually caught that building on fire. <laughs> Should have been standing there. That's Detroit. Don't act like they weren't used to it. <laughs> so, so they yeah. Uh, yeah. Shit. So they uh, so he's uh, he's at the station and that's when you s- you first see that spot come out of his his yeah. hand. Yeah, and he access he accesses the police database to see who that guy uh, was. Is it? We ready? Get the, we get the subplot right. with the OCP I- internal battle. Going on between bad guy number one, Dirk Dickless. I mean, his name was his name was Dick Jones and Bob Morton. So, and two, yeah, ED two hundred nine creator Dick Jones versus RoboCop creator Bob Morton. And the final scene. What is Bob sh- Morton doing? Lines of coke off strippers' tits. He was. Which, leave. Why did they? Then, <laughs> why did he also? What happens? Huh? So, uh. <laughs> How <are> you doing? <laughs> 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 Bitches leave. <laughs> Bitches leave. I'm gonna need you to clip that for further reference. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna need that so, clip. Alright, so. My little, my little funny bit of trivia here is uh, Verhoeven always refer to the, to the people as their characters. So. Um, so the guy, yes. so the he's guy, not kidding. he's not kidding. So the guy that, that, uh, that no, played, what was his name? Miguel, Miguel uh, Ferrer. So, so Bob, Bob and, and Clarence, they had a hard time filming this scene. They kept busting out laughing because, because Verhoeven would refer to them as bitches. Bitches, you go over there. Bitches. He didn't understand that that was like a derogatory, tor- yeah. a derogatory term. He would just say bitches. Go Wait over there. Minute. Bitches. Go are over they here. actually? Are they actually quoted in in the uh, in the credits as bitches? Uh, <laughs> Nobody no, knows. They're not. No, it was, it was, no, it was sure? bitch one and bitch two. Yeah. They're, they're individuals. <laughs> yeah. They're not. They're not a package deal. Uh, I'm sure. I'm I'm sure. Sure. I don't believe any of you. No, no, that's not, that's not how you purchase them. We'll clip. We'll clip this. We'll clip this and find out what it is. In the, I'm in the looking crap. this up right now, no, dude. But he he did. He really did just refer to them as bitches. He didn't know any better. It wasn't just right, like he right. was trying to be a dick. He was he, innocent, dude. Uh, it was the bitches. You go over there. It yeah. was it was the quick twitch versus a normal twitch. 
but Bob Morton is betrayed by Dick Jones. His main henchman, Clarence Boddicker, basically murders him. Like, That's Dr. Jones. You okay. Mm-hmm. That was a cool fucking moment where he uses his tongue and clamps down and pulls off yeah. out the grenade. Yeah, yeah the, the, that, the grenade. His little like tongue lick thing on it. Like yeah. I was just like, you know what? I love this guy. I want to marry him. I want to have ten thousand of his babies. Mm-hmm. He he pulls that. He pulls a timed grenade after shooting after shooting Bob in the legs, ending the feud yep. forever, and uh, blows his ass up with a with a grenade. And along with the that's, coke, but not the bitches. Game on you, him. Sh- the, you should see him. Fuck Gibbs. No, no, no. no. He he's, he's the best piece of ass in three states. <laughs> the, the scene was cut, but like uh, Clarence Bodiger spent a, about five minutes just snorting coke. Mm-hmm. Right. Dude, he was like, like not they, one, not. No, nah, 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 nah. you don't notice. <laughs> when you they, know, so all the way through the the movie, he's either like uh, snorting Afrin, or he's yeah. Uh, he put he puts his fingers down in wine and and, and yeah. oh, that, wine. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll get to, we'll get to, we're gonna get to that. Or it was like that, or it's like yeah. BT after dark, like when the bouncer like the girls come in and he's like, <laughs> guess what I did last night? The close we can get to softcore porn on cable, ladies and gentlemen, bro. That's all we had. We couldn't afford fucking HBO. I had I had I had MTV Spring Break. That was mine. So the subplot ends like Dick Jones is the is the main bad guy now. RoboCop funder and creator Bob Morton is dead. R.I.P. Luckily, the bitches do survive. But who gives a shit about that? Because RoboCop shows up to a crack factory and kills everybody. Yeah, probably maybe maybe the best scene in the movie. He yeah. he blows everyone away except for the main henchman. He arrests the majority of them. They they somehow survive, and he arrests uh, main number one thug bad guy Clarence Boddicker, aka yeah, Kirk, so, Kirkwood Smith. Well, I, earlier in yeah, that scene please. though, like whenever they're they're establishing that scene, and it's like they're. Uh, it's the two guys swinging dicks, you know, measuring dicks and seeing who's. But the that's the the wine thing, you know. Whenever he sits down and yeah, and shit, like that was that was improvised. Where like he he sticks his fingers in the two wine, fingers and, like, man, yeah. and sniffs him and shit like that. And then the other guy, like he wasn't expecting that, so he was like, not to be wound up. I'm still gonna drink this shit. So both of yeah. that those things were improvised in that yeah, scene, nice. which makes sense and though also because the gun, guns, guns, guns. Dude, yeah, it makes sense Come on, because Sal. this, this guy's tonight. <laughs> this guy's a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, the Tigers are playing, <laughs> and I never miss a game. <laughs> <laughs> and this dude's a drug uh, dealer, so he wants res- like respect is big for him. And then you've got you know you've got uh, uh, Clarence's character. Um, and how how can you maintain respect when Clarence calls you a wop? <laughs> I mean. That's not how I understood it. (laughs) (laughs) I hate future me. (laughs) Robocop presses on the door. He comes in. Just fucking just shoots fucking everybody. He kills so uh, many uh, people. he's, He's got he's got Clarence, and he's like throwing through all these like glass panels. Um. Yes. Uh, Clarence, Clarence is telling him you can't do this. I, uh, mm-hmm. I work for Dick Jones. Uh, yeah, he, he, he's uh, he he's like with OCP. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. with OCP. He, he, runs, he runs the cops. So, uh, so Robocop has him, and he's he's like choking him, and mm-hmm. he, and uh, Clarence he, is like Clarence is like, hold on, 
<laughs> Chris, are you ready? Yep. All right, so so Clarence is like, you're a cop. And then there's this pause, and then Robocop. I'm a cop, you idiot. I'm Detective John Kimball. This man is under arrest. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I got the wrong one. That's not yeah. what happens, uh, dude. Oh, it is oh, that, ki- hold on. It is kind of what happens. Uh, a little bit. You know what? Yeah. Right. I didn't get the other one either. It, like, yeah. That was it. Hold on. Let me try again. I'm a cop, you idiot. I'm Detective John Kimball. This man is under arrest. You can barely even see Arnold. And that's, it's so quick. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, his Robo Robo. It's important to remember Robocop. I bet that tastes good. Important too. It's important to remember that Robocop knows who this guy is now. He remembers he took yep. his, he, and so he he's basically trying to kill him. Like, but his programming, which is sort of he can't yeah. do it, man. He's unarmed. He can't just kill somebody for revenge. Like Robocop's not allowed to do that, right? He's so you gotta he, fucking take him in. He's gotta, gotta take, take him, him in, in, dude. He's gotta take him in, man. So, so we arrest. So he does. And so he does. He takes him in the precinct. Shit. Just give me my fucking phone. <laughs> and he's funny so it. fucking baller. Like, on the freaking yeah. arrest forms. Yeah. Well, the, the spinning was another improv thing. He went up to yeah. Paul Verhoeven. Really? Was like, he was like, hey, what about I spit down before I say the line? The line was there, but he was like, what if I spit down? And he was like, yes, yes, that's good. Blood, spit blood, you know, and so yeah. that, that was what they they threw in. It was just yeah. like something that the characters Dude, that fucking it was characters so do. badass. Like that's again, like you hate him, but like he spits down. They're all they're fucking handcuffed by the rules. Like what are they gonna do? You I know, wish he was my real dad. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that guy. This I swear to God, murderer, psychopathic murderer. Yeah, but what he an seems awesome really dude. really suave though. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. My dad would never come up with a line like, just give me my fucking phone call. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, dad would never. And his, uh, his charisma carries over when uh, he, he goes to visit uh, Dick Jones and he, he goes into the lobby mm-hmm. and, and uh, the secretary is actually his wife now. You're yeah. kidding me, dude. And, I think that they were married at the time, weren't they? Uh, no, they got married in 88. 88, okay. So so I, yeah. I, assume, I assume that they met on set. That's fucking cool, man. A year yeah. later, huh? But he, uh, but and he I comes... love the, the sticking the gum on the thing, and yeah, <laughs> he's still being a dickhead, but he's, like, but he's hardcore he goes, flirting with her. Yeah, well, and he's got that line too. He's like, uh, "I've got an appointment with Dick Jones, but uh, maybe later on you can fit me in." Shadow was eight years old, and he's like, "Yeah." Gibbs's dad would have never thought of a line like, "Can you fit me in?" No, no, he would have been like, "We should have had an abortion." <laughs> Robocop is still a cop at this point in time, goes to arrest Dick Jones at OCP headquarters, and is betrayed by a secret directive in his programming that won't let him arrest any OCP executives. Which, by the way, sounds legit. Fucking awesome. We tie it all together later on. But I fucking love this, especially when I went back and watched it again, and I was like, mm-hmm. big smile on my face later on, but continue. Yes. Yeah, but actually, at my co- my job, they also have a clause in my contract where I can't kill somebody at my work. <laughs> Stupid dude. Stupid laws. If he try, not only can he not arrest an OP- OCP executive, but uh, his, he begins to almost completely like shut down 
completely. Yeah. Like if if he tries to, which he does, so he immediately starts to lose his powers and his abilities to move and target and do everything. But he's fighting it. Like his human Murphy side now is starting to use. So this scene is really important, not only because you know he gets basically betrayed by all the authority in which he was he swore to up, uphold he's also starting to rebel against his own programming murphy who is who is his heart and soul starts to like kind of take yeah. over a little bit right like it's fighting robocop the the cyborg and now and, murphy's starting to kind of come out a little bit too and and since he's being more human dick jones thinks that maybe he'd like to make a friend and <laughs> Mm-hmm. And ED209 comes in. He does. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, remember ED209? It's, it's time to erase that mistake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes. like, ED209 comes in and, like, walk us through the scene real quickly. So, I got a question. Okay. So, ED209 just starts to, like, do what ED209 does and basically be an armored machine gun and shoot. So, he shoots. He's got rockets. He's got missiles. <laughs> he's throwing bolos. He's doing Indian Nipples burns. Nipples pierced. Nipples pierced. Know. He's got it all, dude. This ED-209 has everything. And he's just blowing up uh, Robocop. And while Robocop's obviously, obviously trying to stay uh, like conscious, right? He's yeah. fighting his programming. It's just insane, this entire fight. And uh, Robocop is basically doing nothing but running and trying to dodge bullets and missiles the entire time. And he nice. runs into, <laughs> he runs into a stairwell and is pursued by ED two hundred nine, where he where ED two hundred nine is summarily <laughs> defeated by uh, architecture. So that's where I want to stop you. That's where I want to stop you. So you were a kid when you saw this, yes. So as an adult, when you watch this again, as a man in a wheelchair, do you sympathize? With ED two hundred nine and the stairs, or I did. <laughs> well, once, once, once he reverts to the pig squeals instead of the the growls, I feel bad for him. Was yeah. he squealing? Like, I will say, uh, was, which was what, also somehow disturbing to me. Leaf I, was watching it, and he's this, like, "Where's ED two hundred nine's Chris to help him down the stairs?" Yeah, I, I, have, I, I have also, <laughs> without Chris's help, fallen down the sk- stairs and squealed like a pig upon impact. <laughs> <laughs> that is also so. I sympathize with ED two hundred nine. ED two hundred nine needed. I thought I thought it was in that Vegas bathhouse where you squealed like a pig. <laughs> Two things can be true. It was like right before that. Like ED two hundred nine has just been properly <laughs> beating Robocop's oh, yeah. ass, and, and, and uh, for that that weird like voice that ED two hundred nine has, he's like, oh yes. I was wondering what uh, break for us. That was uh, uh, the 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 voice of ED two hundred nine is the um the producer uh, John Davison, I think his name is Are you or whatever. Serious? Like, yeah, like they they just modified it. that guy is the reason this movie got made too. So it was like kind of cool having wow. a little camera, yeah. You know, but he's got the nicest voice in the world, so they really had to mess it up to kind of sound that cool, but. <laughs> so RoboCop defeats Ed to a nod, runs down the stairwell, and runs outside, dude. And what is awaiting on him? Well, of course, it's his friends, the police officers, right, Gibbs? The cops are always your buddies, dude. They're already ready to help you. And, of course, they instantly open fire on his ass. And just literally, if not for his titanium, adamantium, uh, Kevlar body, like he would have been turned to switch to cheese for the second time. Yeah. In this Robo- movie, Robo- it's, it's a good Robo- time. Was, <laughs> Robocop was like, I can't breathe. Yeah, yeah. and it, it causes. It, it, 
it's a good time to mention yeah, that the the cops in this movie are all named after mass murderers and serial killers. <laughs> oh, are they really? <laughs> Seriously, yes. they are. Yeah, so like like there's Starkweather and Manson and, and shit like that. So like, oh, wow. there, there was a, oh. a Ramirez, or was that? <laughs> yeah, Ramirez. I, it was. So I, I did I did notice Manson, but I, I didn't. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, th- so, I thought about dude, it, but you had a I little didn't... fucking tidbit. They were, dude, that's purposely cool. Purposely doing that. Like, I mean, yeah. the whole thing is a social commentary. So, like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff. So, yeah, like, they're, they're all. Everybody's a bad guy in this movie, except for yeah. Clarence Boddicker, who is my dad. <laughs> it's, it's the... All right, so, can, yeah, that, so it causes. Can, can you fly, Gibby? <laughs> <laughs> it causes dad, a schism in the, in the police department. Um, cause half of the cops are like, no, you can't do that. He's one of us. And the other cops are like, yeah. we have orders to kill, you know? And so they blast him, but he survives. And of course, uh, he's falling down the, uh, what is it? Where are they at? They're like at a parking garage. Parking garage. Yeah, parking yeah. garage yeah. He's rolling down and flipping and crawling and barely escaping. Um, which is the fastest he moved in the entire movie. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's Peter Weller actually doing now. Those, he oh, did no, a stunt. There. Stunt, yeah, a stunt double. I'm sorry, I lied. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that is a stunt double. I was, that was a stunt really double actually doing that, hurting himself. And yeah, shit. Fall, yeah, like he was like, falling out of like a whole like stories worth of concrete and falling down. And yeah. and Robocop, of course, is arrested by his his ex partner. They finally reunite um, in jail. In in <laughs> Annie Lewis picks him up and drives him to an abandoned warehouse where he can heal and. And uh, lick his wounds. So that scene that scene ends like that. When then yeah. we're on we're on to the to the this is the finale here, ladies and gentlemen. We're actually are wrapping this up. So here it comes. Um, chaos then immediately erupts in the city as all the police officers, the cops, go on strike. Uh, so much for defunding the police. OCPs hired thugs. <laughs> AKA the same thugs that gunned Murphy down in the beginning of the mm-hmm. film go on the hunt for RoboCop, who's in hiding after his beat yep. down. The uh, city is basically in flames. There's no police officers, and it goes about well as you might expect. The criminals are on the street. They're stealing cars. All of them are let out of jail, which are all things that actually really happen in real life, ironically. This satire actually isn't so so far off. Everybody's yeah. rioting, like throwing Molotov cocktails, and they're given by OCP, the main thugs, the thug group that's hunting Robocop, like military weaponry. Yep. Like guns the, that, if you shoot, just will instantly explode anything it shoots. Yeah, the so these are like 50 cannons. Are these like bang, bang. Bang, what bang. are these in this movie, Gibbs? <laughs> huh? like the, the actual guns are using in this movie. What are these? So the, the guns are, are they, they've modified the them. They're, they're, they're um, uh, Barrett 50 cal, like the. So they're cyber, 50 cal. They, they look yeah. like 50 cals. Manufactured me. in Tennessee. Thank you very much. Represent. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're they're modified to. But they're yeah, the Cobra assault cannons. The state of the art. Bang bang. <laughs> you know, like that's what they fucking are, man. Nice. It, it's beautiful. A lot of those Barretts actually have like built-in like uh, bipods that you put on to put on the ground. You're supposed to okay. lay down and actually shoot yeah. them. You're not supposed to just carry and them. And some of these did. Like there's a few there's a few scenes where you can see that not all of them have the bipods, but some of them did. Like the, I think one of the ones that uh, RoboCop uses towards the end of the movie because he snatches one of them um, has yeah. it. He puts it on top of the car and it has it has a bipod on it. So okay. some of them, yeah, some of them actually do. 
Um, but the criminals are using them just like freehand and they pull the trigger and it's, it's completely unrealistic, even though these guns are insanely badass. They're like everything they shoot just instantly explodes or blowing up cars, buildings. I wanted that to be my adulthood. It's so cool, man. It's such a cool scene. They're just playing with them and they're given the tracker (laughs) so they can find out robots. Uh, I mean, RoboCop's location and oh yeah, that's the tracker. Yeah. The tracker. Uh, They have the tracker. It's just, it's just a box with some curvy lines on it and a blinking <laughs> light. It's, it's just... He, it's he's just lines. He's, Listen, that's all they need to track he's, him. He's in, he's in a steel mill. Let's go. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's licking his wounds at the steel mill, and there's this entire scene I sort of slightly yeah. skipped over with him and his partner, uh, his partner where they're basically like, you know, he's coming to terms with the fact that he's not Robocop. He's, he's Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Right, he's murdering Murphy. So we take, he's murdering Murphy. So he, he takes he takes the visor off because it's all wrecked all the hill, mm-hmm. and uh, and his targeting system's messed up. So so Lewis helps him uh, helps Dang. him aim so he, so he can get That's his targeting food. system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it tastes like baby food. Yeah, he's not hungry, so he shoots the baby food, and he's he's ready to fight. You he's know, like, I'm so tired of this shit. He's yeah, he's come to terms. <laughs> he's come to terms with who he is and what he is and how he was robbed, not only by the thugs coming to kill him, but also by OCP. Right, like he never signed up for that shit. It doesn't matter what waiver yeah. that he signed. He lost his wife because he asked you, know, Lewis. You know, his partners like, hey, what happened to my wife and kid? And they basically were like, well, you were dead, so they just moved on. Clearly, obviously, and he was just yeah, like, they moved on within pro- pro- two like days. <laughs> All right, but yeah, so, like, right, that was so. an emotional anchor. Where so like he's 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 seriously like he's like I can I can't I can't remember them, but I can feel them. Yeah, which yeah, is like the, the, yeah. the coolest fucking yeah. It's it's thing. a line because you could yeah in that moment Gibbs is one hundred percent right because it's a sad moment where he realizes he can never go back. Like he really, yep. but some of what he used to be still persists, but a lot of it is gone. Like and he's, dead, fighting and he's, he's fighting it. He's fighting it still. He's like, fighting yeah, he, it. Yeah. But he's all he's also accepting a lot of that yeah. too. That hey, I can't get a lot of this back. It's just it's just gone. And that's just the way that it is, you know? These guys are coming for me and I gotta do what I was born or made to do, whichever way yep. you want to look at it. And that's when the bad guys arrive. And then the bad guys all proceed to die in the most horrific ways possible. <laughs> as, <laughs> as is God's God's law yep. and will. <laughs> and and, and uh, yet another disturbing scene yes. where, where Emil, Emil Emil, this is it. That that is the we, worst. Let's just before we, in cinematic history. Let's man. build it up though. So hold on. The black guy gets shot up. One of Gibbs' favorite characters gets gunned down. Like just just yeah. completely shot up. They ride out. Uh, another one of the other main henchmen gets blown up by the super gun. I believe uh, Robocop's Leo, partner kills yeah. him. Yeah, right. And yeah. But, but before that, I want to say this to last, even though we're sequentially slightly out of order. You're right to do it. This fucking scene, dude. This is something that is uniquely horrific in all of 80s popular cinema. It just is. You can't hardly name another scene this gruesome in a popular, in a, Look, in a I'm mainstream. Fucking, I'm, I'm not talking about it. I'm it in. I'm. I'm clipping it in you it's on YouTube. No, I can't. It's on YouTube, so I can clip it in. We'll get we'll get mm. copyright clip for it. But people need to fucking see it. It's disgusting. It's it already on YouTube. Awful. It's so so it's Emil awful. gets 
Emil gets drenched in acid, I guess. It's toxic, no, it's, it's like toxic well, waste. Yeah, well, it's, it's no like one toxic ever tells waste. You, well, no one ever tells you what pH it is. No basically, one, turns basically. In, he basically turns into the Toxic Avenger. It's and he's uh, struggling. Like, he's asking for help. Like, his hand's fucking yeah, gone. His and Leon's like, get done. the fuck off of me. Hold on. Yeah. Where's my part? Here's my favorite part. He's making this noise. He's going, because <laughs> he can't breathe. <laughs> he's screaming because <laughs> all his shit's collapsed in on itself due to the toxic waste. <laughs> and then, it's so how disgusting. He, so how he gets turned, how this happens is he's in a van and he decides he's going to try to run RoboCop over. And RoboCop, even though he's the stiffest Robo motherfucker jukes. He's like, he <laughs> <laughs> jukes him, and he dude runs his truck into the toxic waste, and the and the back of the truck opens and it spills out, and he's in it, and he's literally mutating right before our very eyes. He's and melting, it, is what he's doing. Yeah, he's not melting, but it happens. Melting. Yes, he's like it happens in stages. Yeah, it's yeah, like stages. His skin hanging off his bones, yeah, on his fingers, but, but not immediately. Is... At first, it just looks like a really bad burn, and then yeah, as the scenes, because yeah. this goes on yeah. for if Chris posts the whole thing, the, the, it goes on for a while. Like as scenes yeah. happen, so, he's so like into Radboteen. Who for Chris, he also did the special makeup effects on Mister Deeds. Um, oh. Like, like that shit is disgusting. That is so. Messed up. Yeah, he's I, so like, like, shi- like, sh- like shiny and glossy. Like, oh, dude. Yeah, dude, dude. Just, and then Leaf so, like, walking through melting. What happens, <laughs> Leaf? He's walking. He's walking. He wants so help. Finally, His buddy won't help him. So he's screeching. Yeah, he, he, he reaches out to one of the other thugs. Who's help me! <laughs> he's begging for help. The guy's like, oh, he doesn't want him to touch him. <laughs> like, Who would? He goes, He's like, get the fuck off of me! Yeah, yeah, he runs, right? And so he's looking for somebody to help him. And I mean, at this point in time, his leg is melting. His face is mostly melted. His arms are nubs. And he's just lurching out into the street, just thrashing, looking for any, any relief. And, and, and here, <laughs> and he and finds here, it. And here comes, oh, he here does. comes Clay. Here comes Clarence in his six thousand SUX, the the, <laughs> the 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 big the big car with uh, reclining leather seats and really shitty gas mileage. Shitty gas mileage, yeah. <laughs> and he just it, and Clarence just runs him over, and when I use that term loosely, because when he hits him, head falls off. He turns to to goo. Yeah, his head falls off, spatters his his head, which bounces off the windshield like a fucking soccer ball. No, 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 it splats, right? It hits. The, the head bounces the head off. Bounces. Oh, it does? Okay. I, yeah. I, thought, I thought when it hit the windshield, it just split. That's the only thing that doesn't Everything turn the liquid. splatters. Oh. It is so the disgusting. Head. It's the nastiest shit I've ever seen in my entire and then, life. And then when it was done, and, I was and like. And form the head. When it was done, I was like, is he going to be all right? It's <laughs> <laughs> I was so. This is the scene that literally fucked me oh, up. I was dude, like, dude, when I rewatched this, this was uh, this also still it, fucked me up. I, I on the <laughs> other. Yeah, so, so, so somebody has um, has shot Lewis, like, right? She like she falls down into mm-hmm. this uh, like yeah, it's kind of somewhat dried up. Uh, a like little over a pond or whatever, or yeah, yeah, the drainage area, or whatever. She's she, uh, so, the main bad guy, um, wreck, uh, Clarence. Clarence wrecks in a in a uh, in a car chase with with uh, Ann Lewis, and so he the car is flipped over, and so she kind of pulls the car over to go see, 
and yeah, yeah. like oh, yeah, yeah. Chadwick's right. Like Clarence shoots, gets out of the car real fast, and like shoots her. And it's like yeah, she, it's kind of yeah. He's like shooting her, and she's rolling down the hill, like where she was looking. So he kind of like he shoots her a few times, and she's yeah, rolling like, down the hill. Yeah, you think she's maybe dead? Yeah, and like right? she's uh, hurt, unlike the fifty other partners die. she's had, she does not die. No, yeah, <laughs> she somehow makes it. Like of course, but so RoboCop is um shows up and he's oh, wait so you know you know that she's still alive because mm-hmm. he's he's about to execute her and then you hear yes. robocop yeah, yeah clarence yes yeah. yes exactly yeah so yeah shadow's great and then, so he walks he walks down into into the area into too, the ravine yeah and, and clarence uh realizes that his buddy uh is, is, fucking, is uh, uh, the crane like he's up in the crane uh, control center yes and it's holding us a bunch of like scrap metal yeah and so he's talking with robocop like stalling him. Like, he's baiting he's, him yeah he's like luring him to come over there and uh and it works the, the dude drops all that scrap metal Which, on top of what him. a great fucking visual that is too like the, yeah two things on that the the way that they filmed I don't know how they did it where it, the shit landed on RoboCop or whatever but they the, actually they actually killed a guy <laughs> but the but the vibrations of Ethiopian Ro- the vibrations of RoboCop like as like a robot dying almost like where he's like fucking convulsing and shit I yeah. thought was yeah. like that was awesome yeah yeah like he's yeah. pinned yeah. in this metal I shit I still have no idea how they do that yeah yeah it so, was crazy so then as soon as that happens. Uh, you know, she couldn't have done it five seconds earlier, but uh, Lewis <laughs> uses, the, she got she uses the super gun. The, she uses the super gun to blow up the... Or Cobra Assault Cannon. <laughs> yes. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. She blows up. Uh, <laughs> the character's name is... The thug's name is Leon Nash, played Leon. by Ray Wise. Yeah. yeah, and he gets blown the fuck up by, uh, by uh, Robocop's, like, faithful partner. Mm-hmm. And then she just merely passes after out. After a half a day, faithful partner. Yes. And, and Lewis. Yes. So so then, uh, so Clarence goes over to Robocop. To finish and, him. And uh, I never quite understood this because he was bulletproof and everything, but he, but Clarence was able to just run this like metal rod right, he, right through his chest. It, it was adamantium. It looks like you know, through, I watched so, it again. Yeah. I thought it the all same, makes sense now. I thought the same thing. It looks like he hits one of his joints though. Yeah, like because yeah, yeah. there's spaces between the armor. I watched it again because I thought the same thing too. Shall we? I think he actually hits one of the spaces in the armor. Right? And then I he thought. Jams how, however, in, in in that that grocery store or whatever the convenience store. That guy nailed him with four thousand fucking bullets, and right. nothing yeah. ever happens. You know right. that's true. We well, don't I even mean, worry about this sort of shit because it's fucking badass. It doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't but matter. <laughs> yeah. true, but, very true. But so so now he's in close quarters, and and he's he's about to execute Murphy one more time, and, and we get one more great blood. And and splat. what I thought, dude, like especially when I rewatched it, I thought to myself, oh. what did Leaf learn from Roadhouse? A throat rip, and that's what I thought happened here. But it's 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 not quite a throat rip, but it's kind of a throat rip. And that blood is yeah, just... the, the, the plot, the plot that just happened. Yeah, that, well, yeah. it's, that's what happens too. Is like is it, whoever did the research is it pulsates on a heartbeat. 
So they like, didn't do a research. They just threw a water balloon full of blood on him. <laughs> yeah. No, it keeps and it, it, and it was great. It just yeah, keeps but, going. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm saying I'm like, yeah, what he's on his, his arm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Paul Van Hoven just stood over him and was like, what? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's whatever machinery he's like holding it here and it just looks like his fucking neck <laughs> is shooting <laughs> out. Like, it's just, it's nasty. That's stupid. It's call, like, in Poland, our blood is green. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Save me from myself. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so, so, so Clarence is dead, and He's they're fucking all dead. And, Mur- and, Mur- and Murphy, <laughs> Murphy's trapped, trapped under this, uh, this uh, all this scrap metal. Steel. And he yell- he yells over at at uh, Lewis, and she goes, she goes, Murphy, I'm a mess. And he's like, it'll clear up in five to seven days. <laughs> It always does. <laughs> Anyways, and, yeah, and he just cybernetically starts pulling himself from the the multi ton steel wall, and he does a, a really good screen there. Yeah, like as he and it kind of goes along with mm. that screeching metal. So you know he's getting out. You assume, thanks to Robocop's wise words, that that Lewis is also going to live, which she assuming which she does. So it cuts to uh, OCP in the office again. Uh, Dick Jones is up there with with uh, with the board, and uh, they've got eighty two oh nines, you know, guarding the, out, the out, entrance, out, right. guard guarding the perimeter, and uh, so Robocop comes up in the car, pulls up. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I just want to see a behind the scenes part where. <laughs> There's a bunch of fucking dumbass dudes trying to put him back on his feet in that stairwell. <laughs> trying to like trying to, to get him, him back into condition. Hey, you pull this side up. Like I just want to see like a 45 minute clip of guys trying to get him back to get, get hilarious, hilarious. And then they get him back on his feet, and he falls down the other lane, down to the other lane. <laughs> hilarious. Well, who is it? Who is it, Gibbs? Um, was it a producer that wanted a, a comedic beat right here? Um, so when Robocop pulls up in the car, that 8209's out there. He gets he gets the gun out and like blows it in half or whatever. Yeah. Somebody somebody pretty much ordered a comedic beat right there. So as Robocop is walking in, you see like the bottom half of the uh, yeah. 8209. It walks into frame. And you see this little like sprocket or whatever, like yeah. spinning at the top, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then and then it does like like this like drunken move and, and falls over, yeah. and then and then it's like its little toe is like, yeah, <laughs> that, that was that was a producer note, but I mean that is a good time to Phil uh, Phil Tippett, I think his name is the stop motion guy did an amazing job, mm-hmm. yeah. shout out to him, but he's yeah. also the guy that did like the. AT-ATs and Empire Strikes Back yeah. and he's like a oh, legend shit. in stop okay. motion you know so yeah. Yeah, yeah just wanted to give him a shout out the, real quick and then I we just, can uh, move on with our lives to that to, to that point I just want to say that the, the model the the big model of Ed 209 not the stop motion one they used for the graphics but the actual big model what stood 7 feet tall and weighed 300 to 500 pounds damn yeah this thing was freaking huge did it say dude. what he was made out of uh, like, it, it was, was it just a, like fiberglass or yeah, it was just a model. Like I don't, it's a fiberglass. Yeah. Model. It was, it was uh, uh, papier mache. 
Yeah, fully <laughs> fully articulated fiberglass model that took four months to build and cost twenty five thousand dollars. He goes upstairs for the for one of my or actually here we go. Maybe my favorite moment in the movie is is when RoboCop's like finally gonna just dish out some justice. Yes, cybernetic justice. Cybernetic justice, but he can't because he's programmed. If you're an executive of uh, it's directive number four, if you're an executive OCP, you cannot uh, you cannot arrest or use lethal force against them. And he has all, everything he needs though to arrest him and take him down for good. He has the the proof, the video of him, yeah. uh, his basically which he displays to the board. So yes. y- y'all, n- y'all notice. It- Y'all notice when the the Spock thing comes out to to load the video, it's still covered with blood. It looks like a metal finger. It does. Yeah. I was going to say. I I always thought that. Hilarious that there's a a port for RoboCop Spike data (laughs) on everything everywhere. It's his USB cord. It's his USB Spike. (laughs) So he uses it to show the the executive board the evil plans from from Dick Jones. Why didn't they just build them with Bluetooth? <laughs> well, they, they tried that with 8209. It didn't work out so well. Mm-hmm. So well that worked out. Uh, like privatization of everything. Yeah. yeah. So Chris's favorite moment. Go ahead, Chris. So he's so the he plot can't twist. because yeah because he can't. And then the the old man right is like, Dick, you're fired. So Dick? guess what? Like, the like as he's been as he's been held at gunpoint, yep. yeah, like Dick Jones he's like, like use him as a human shield. And he's like, "You're fired." And then RoboCop's like, "Well, well, well. If it isn't Mom Frere, <laughs> <laughs> then it's game fucking." And on. Proceeds to ED two hundred nine his ass. <laughs> he does. And, and unlike ED two hundred nine, he shoots some of the plate glass window out, so he's not quite <laughs> as accurate or efficient. And you get the claymation fall scene that I always like. That's like you know, oh, Sam. Like, no, that's the worst fucking scene in the whole movie. It's the no, no, yeah. I, I didn't that see- guy. His arms look like a praying mantis. Like they're yeah, fucking fourteen. Like, I didn't say I, I didn't say it was great. I just said it was the claymation fall scene that they used in all those. Uh, yeah, the same unfortunately, shit Batman. Batman. Yep. Yeah, say, unfortunately, you see it two years later, I, I which is say crazy it was worse. because like Alfred Hitchcock used that. It did the same effect in uh, I think it was North by Northwest with the guys falling off the the, the Liberty the Statue of Liberty. And it looks amazing. And yep. how come, like, 20 years later, they can't do any fucking better? In fact, they do worse? This like, is a, I can tell you right now, dude, this is a, a literally an example of of tech creep because people have yeah, this dude, technology, 100%. and you can see the same use bu- it. You see the same bullshit in the newer Star Wars when some of the older practical effects just look way better, but everybody's like, yo, green screen, gotta bro. Use it. We got a green screen it. Yeah, Me such yeah, yeah, dude, and it looks way worse. It's like use more practical effects. So, I mean, a couple, yeah. couple of years later, like in Die Hard, like Die Hard, whenever Hans Gruber is falling from the like, actually tower, like, him falling, like they filmed him falling. Hans, booby. yeah, but uh, like not on, like he didn't actually fall from the tower though. They still did something that was so much better than what yeah. they oh, came yeah. up with. It. This actually, is the only so- fault I have in this movie. Yeah. Is side note in the Hans insane. one, I was like watching a doc on it, and so the director. To, you know how he looks like surprised, like when he falls. They yeah. said, "Okay, on three we'll drop you." Yeah, and then he yeah. told he told the guy on two drop him. So they go one, two, and they dropped him, and he was braced for three. He was like, so then he was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. And, they like, also, and they also uh, did that in slow motion too. I yep. think that, that helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Hans, no. 
Booby. 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 Um, I feel like night. So and there's one more. There's one more gym to bring it home with. What happens at the end? After all this, he's boom. Bad guy's dead, claymation style. There's like thirty seconds left man. in this movie. Yeah. Thirty seconds, and so let's, let's see if we can get another hour out of it. They, <laughs> they ask I got him, it. I got it for you, bro. Where they? Where? What do they ask him? To, like Gibbs. The robot. What's your name? Murphy. There was uh, another scene where it shows like Lewis, uh, like re- recuperating in the, yeah, the hospital gives, or whatever. Who gives a shit about but her? They, well, no, this when, is a great scene. Yeah, when uh, when Verhoeven uh, saw the uh, the reaction there that, that uh, it got when when he, he said his Murphy. name was Murphy, like, yeah, it was like like, air, like, like yeah. Everybody, the screen test like just. A, Erupted in applause, and he's like, "Well, that's how it ends." Yep. Yeah. I mean, also, that 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 scene with uh, Mer- um, Lewis, whenever she's recovering, he goes in and visits her, shoves the gun down her throat, and just starts shooting down her throat. <laughs> really, just and people were like, "No, <laughs> why is this the ending?" He, go- yeah. <laughs> he goes, he goes in there, and blows her hand off. Yeah, that's how that feels. Yeah, yeah. he's like, "Now you're, you're one of you, me." This is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. And with that, that's going to leave us to. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, I didn't know. Oh, you didn't know. I knew. So for Oh, You Didn't Know, I just figured with this one it would be appropriate. Favorite fucking death scene. I'll go first. And it's got to be the chemical guy of the goddamn car. (laughs) I don't know how you beat it. I don't know how you beat the fucking dude melting on the hood of a car. Like. So, Shadwick. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Murphy's execution. Oh, okay. But, just because there, there's a little bit of dialogue there with with Clarence Boddicker. It's a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he gives him the, uh, I've got a problem. Mm-hmm. Cops don't like me. Yeah. And so I, I don't, don't like cops. cops. Mm. Yeah, so he's got a little context there. So I like that. Leaf. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to go one out of left field. You guys may or may not remember, but this happens in multiple movies, and every time it happens, it puts me in stitches. Um, when Robocop bursts into the crack uh, the crack lab, he begins shooting and dispatching drug dealers and some of the uh, technicians there. He shoots this one Burt Reynolds-looking motherfucker who's, like, overweight, and the guy, after he gets shot, is like, ah, and he turns, and he's, like, shooting, and, shoot, and he shoots, like, his other guy, like, it's, like, a serious <laughs> so, so fucking yeah. funny. I, yeah. That would put me in stitches harder yes. than anything else in the entire <laughs> movie, because, like, ah, uh, like, the gun is going uh, off, and he turns, dude. Funniest, yeah. funniest that death was, scene. That in was the, that guy's idea too. He was like, "How about I awesome. like die and I turn around and start killing other people?" It's, you know? you, it's so funny, that's and I've amazing. seen it used yeah. before in other movies. It's not. I don't. Maybe this is the first one. I don't think it's, but it's not an original idea in eighties movie, eighty or nineties movies. The dude shoot the guy. A guy gets shot, and the dude's still holding the trigger, right? And he's like yeah, randomly yeah. like, and it kills somebody yeah. else. Like it so makes me laugh. Every damn time, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, my favorite death scene. All right, Beautiful. special guest and RoboCop expert Gibbs, your favorite death scene. I mean, Emil is obviously the best, but just to be different, I'm going to say Mr. Kenny at the beginning when he's killed by Ed 209. <laughs> like, that shit. <laughs> Come on, dude. Yes. Don't show the kid. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you stand it. It sets the tone for the movie and it's absolutely fucking disturbing. And it like there's so much that's said in that one scene without being said. Like I fucking love that that Dude, part. Like it is amazing. Gibbs, thank you for joining us Beautiful. for this episode. You were amazing, and I want to leave us all with our Norm MacDonald clip of the week. In publishing news, Magic Johnson has received a five million dollar advance from Random House for his new book entitled what you can do to avoid AIDS. Chapter one, don't have sex with me.